So, uh, Bleak and Mullen family. Official shit disturber. Euro trash. And uh, Jan Lammer's best financial assistant. Rene Rass Eskimo brother. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Do you know what that means? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 um, uh, will that make the edit? Uh, Jerome Bleakamolen. If you could describe this breakfast we just had in one word, what would it be? Gun to the head. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not really sure where that came from. Also, that was four words. Because you had to go for it? Like, like yeah, no, like... Uh, you just want to kill yourself? No, yeah, like you... you <laughs> You really uh, make, yeah. You bring up, bring up stuff you uh, you might feel uncom- uncomfortable with. Or yeah, <laughs> yeah. But we're like forcing you to say. Yeah, it. You, yeah. you have yeah. to say it. It's okay. like right. so this is you're, like torture. You're not yeah. gonna walk out of here before we know. <laughs> 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 and then you make a joke about it, and, and and then it feels a bit lighter, and then you, and then you <laughs> and, still say it. Yeah, and, and then you're like, oh no. Well, and then you wake up from this, your flight, yeah. and you email me in six hours, like I should not have done that. And now for Dinner with Racers, presented by Continental Tire. With your hosts, Ryan Eversley and Sean Heckman. Placeholder Radio Welcome to Dinner with Racers. Girl. I'm Ryan Eversley. I'm Sean Heckman. And we are currently driving back to Atlanta after 25,000 miles of road tripping around, getting podcasts and all sorts of fun stories for your listening pleasure. That is a real number. That's right. Yeah, it's, it's topped off by you getting GERD. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All kinds it's, of GERD. It's been a big year. This is the GERD tour of 2021. So amongst our travels, we headed out to Watkins Glen, New York, where we were able to meet up with none other then two-time Super Cup Porsche champion and longtime sports car racing stalwart, Jerome Bleakamolin. Jerome Bleakamolin, that is right. As Ryan said, Jerome is one of the staples of sports car racing, especially now in what we know as the GT categories. Jerome Bleakamolin, he's from the Netherlands, but he was out stateside for a few weeks, and we uh, we managed to con him into a breakfast. Uh, Jerome is a Le Mans winner. He's a Super Cup champion. He is the IMSA North American Endurance Cup champion. And he's also funny as hell, because he's Dutch. Yeah. But in addition to winning a bunch of stuff, Jerome is also from a great racing family, the Bleakamolen family. His father, Michael, uh, ran in a bunch of F3 stuff, won a bunch of stuff, drove in F1. Yep. His brother, Sebastian, is still active, still drives with Jerome in the occasional endurance race, yep. and also races stock cars out in Europe. And Jerome had some great stories. I would say one of the highlights of Jerome's career is being Tim Pappas' teammate. Absolutely. And we discussed that in uh, some detail here as well. Uh, we also talk about bankrupting your fellow Dutch race drivers. We talked about why Rene is amazing. And, of course, starting a family feud on the streets of Monaco. Now, this was all done, of course, over a meal out in Corning, New York. That's right. Uh, We went to Donna's restaurant. Lovely little cafe there. I had an omelet and some coffee. And uh, they brought me a chicken sandwich. For breakfast. For breakfast. They had that breakfast chicken sandwich, just like they do at Donna's in Corning, New York. That's right. That's right. Now, Getting to New York was no problem because we had the luxury mm-hmm. of this wonderful brand new Acura MDX A spec. We did. And of course, we topped it off at every stop with Valvoline motor oil. Every stop put more Valvoline oil Just in there. Just as much as you can buy. Absolutely. And uh, I guess the easiest part about this whole pitch 
is that uh, you know those old Continental tires are pretty dang good. I'm a fan of them. I'm Continental a, I'm a tires. big fan of them. You got them Continental tires? I got them Continental tires. You got them Continental tires? I got Continental tires and GERD. You know what I got? Huh? Continental tires. Cross contact. LX something. Now getting home was simple too because we had old uh, what's his face driving us? That Brazilian guy? Yeah, I think so. Great hair. Yeah, smells, beautiful hair. Smells good. Alio. Hey, we're not stopping. We're making a really good time. And once again, thank you to Alio Castroneves for driving us all the way so that we can hear stories from Jerome Bleakamol. But he's the main guy. Yeah. He's the superstar. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Always. Comes from the Netherlands. Yeah. No, just us. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Thank you. Great. Yes, please. Thanks. Yeah, you recommended this place. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's a good one. Yeah. Now uh, I can always come back <laughs> exactly here and get, right. a, get yeah. a free coffee. She's take care of you. Yeah. <laughs> so that's actually. So that is a perfect segue. So just to give a little background. This recommend this 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 restaurant came because it's fairly close to your hotel. Yeah. yeah. And um, so as we were setting up, uh, Ryan said it was the driver's our guest. Yeah. It was one of his favorite places when he comes here. Yeah. He sort of made up the story. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I want I want to be like it was yeah. the first thing that came up on Yelp. Yeah. Yeah. So no. she says thank you, and you immediately pick up on what we did. Yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> it was uh, better to say okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't pick this place. But, but that, I don't know you. That falls right into what I've always said. So um, I don't think you ever heard me say this. Do do you know who I believe is the best PR person in sports car racing? Uh, well, I I guess what you're going to say now, but no, I don't know. <laughs> who do you think is the best PR person in sports car? Ooh. You don't have to if you don't want to. Yeah, I don't know. It's tough. I mean, it, it's so big now in right, terms and, of... and vague and useless. Um, yeah, but, <laughs> also uh, that. <laughs> so, uh, I have always, always said that the best PR person in sports car is Patrick Long. More so than any actual paid PR person, Patrick Long yeah. is exceptional. However, uh, I've always thought you were very accommodating, but when I saw you race at Spa and saw European media with you, I was like, holy sh**, he's the Patrick Long of car racing. <laughs> um, because you were the same way. Like, you were, like, ushering in camera people and all these, like, Dutch media, but it wasn't, like, wasn't your handler, it was you. Yeah. And so I was like, holy sh**. He is he's the same thing as Patrick. Like yeah. you 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 run the show when it comes to PR stuff. So it doesn't surprise me that you immediately picked up on what we were doing when you sat down. <laughs> yeah. But um it's a really long way to say. That was a really long way to say that <laughs> hey, you're, you're good at what you do. You're really good at, at things you don't have to be good at. He's like, "Who's Patrick Long?" Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome by the way. Yeah. No, you it's know. great to be here. Yeah. It's, uh, I, I'm glad we don't have to explain this show to you. No, I'm a big fan. Well, I don't know about I, that. I've listened to quite a few listen to episodes. Bills? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Keep your job. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I had to know what was going exactly. on. Exactly. <laughs> I've listened to Benz, but uh, yeah, no, for sure. Oh, I've, li- cool. I've listened to quite a few, and uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. So I was flying yesterday. Um, how did yesterday go? Uh, we finished third, but um, we were leading with 45 to go. Yeah. So uh, yeah, then you cannot be really happy, I think. <laughs> Is it Dylan's fault? Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's good to have a young kid on the team you can you can yeah, put a lot of blame and give him all the shit he wants there it is we, we do that a lot but <laughs> I, I got that from bill so that's good <laughs> so you threw dylan and, and bill under the bus in one sentence yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah he's, he's the problem but I, got, I learned that from bill yeah <laughs> no that's that's the good thing with bill you can have you know you can have these these, these fun things and jokes and it's it's all part of the 
chemistry or even part of the whole team. So it's really nice. Well, because you and Bill go back now quite a while. Uh, um, seven years, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so your first U.S. race was 2010. Yeah. With with Magnus. And uh, quick quick career recap. You did a bunch of shit in Europe. Um, <laughs> doesn't matter. And then... Uh, there's a Google Wikipedia. There's a Google Wikipedia. Yeah, you, yeah. you showed up 2010, Daytona 24, sort of your first U.S. entree with Magnus. Yeah. And then you joined... Bill, when the Vipers stuff started yeah. showing up, right? Yeah. That was 2014. 14, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it was interesting because um, I didn't really know Bill, like not personally at all. Ben Keating came up with uh, with the question, can you build a GT3R right. for uh, GTD? And you'd met Ben doing uh, uh, Porsche stuff yeah, in, racing in Grand Am and LMS, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, luckily I was winning a lot. Uh, and beating him a lot right. so then he figured like hey that might be a good fit for me sure so uh, uh, he told Bill to approach me so then uh, Bill approached me and there's this, you know this big guy he's pretty he impressive he can be intimidating he's yeah, yeah. very serious yeah, yeah. and uh, then we had to talk and I don't have a manager or anything so right. I was sitting there feeling very little <laughs> and uh, there <laughs> were no we jokes yet <laughs> right, right, right. it was all serious <laughs> um, but uh, yeah he, he had a mission to sign me and uh, it was a great situation for me uh, also he signed me for the uh, Le Mans program in the, on, on the Viper deal on the Le Mans cars so that was great in the end it didn't happen but that had nothing to do with him but uh, so then, yeah, I was on board, and slowly I got to know him better. But the first year, he was more on the on the factory program. Right, right, right. And York, he, yeah, he, and there was GT, what would now be GTLM, yeah. and his focus was on the Vipers there. And then there was like a customer, would be the wrong but a GT3 version of that car that you and Ben were running that was kind of its own little world in yeah. the same camp. And so, yeah, you had a different deal. So we didn't... I mean, we didn't really work together a lot in the in the sense that we were not. Yeah, of course, he, he checked in all the time, and he he's always looking after all his programs. But uh, yeah, we didn't work one to one, so I still didn't really know him very well in that sense. And uh, there were still not too many jokes at that time. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I was still pretty intimidated. Like, oh, this is you know, yeah. this is a. You still had respect for him at the time. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so and then we started working together, and yeah. then then I. I like one-to-one and he was engineering our car yeah. together with Tyler Hook and then it totally changed you know when the factory program stopped he took over the the GTD program uh, to run it by himself and then it got to a different level also because of Ben I think because Ben is also a guy that pulls a lot of jokes and likes to enjoy things at the same time trying to win but uh, in a nice way so then uh, yeah now it's a totally different level you know the meetings I was always very quiet in the beginning I wouldn't say anything <laughs> Just if I had something <laughs> smart to say, but now uh, you know, now you can you can yeah jump in there and say something or it's so it's it's really cool to to have that relationship. I feel like when you start getting the like Bill Riley levels of <laughs> that's when you know you've been approved. Oh yeah, you know what sure. I mean. Yeah. Um, so yeah, means you're he's in. not that. I think he's a bit. Um, he takes some distance in the beginning. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know if he does it on purpose, but uh, also with new drivers I brought in or Ben brought in, or you could tell like he's a bit, um, yeah, he's just looking and, and seeing what kind of guy it is. And then uh, eventually we had it with Felipe Fraga, I think, because he was a bit like distant um, and just checking him out. And then after he saw like this guy is really good, then then now they're the same yeah like we are they're just joking around and 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 yeah doing a good job yeah i think one of our favorite things we learned about bill was like if you go on vacation with him there's like a what was it two drink min max like you have to drink you know that's the kind of the deal yeah we we i had a i have a good drinking story with him let's please please by all means so we signed um 
pretty early in 13 to do the Viper deal. And then they won at Baltimore. Um, I think I had, I don't know if I won, but anyway, there was a, a big party afterwards. And uh, all the all the drivers were there, the, the, all the Viper people were there. And uh, there were a few drinks as well involved. <laughs> and um, I got an email. Uh, the, so I spoke to him, yeah, just like briefly. At the party? At the party. Yeah. And I got an email the next day, like, uh, but it was very short, like a one-liner. Like, um, <laughs> You're I'd, fired. No, it was like, I don't know um, exactly uh, what happened last night, but uh, d don't worry about it. <laughs> so, but, but it was more, but, but I picked it up the other way because I, I, I picked it up like, oh, man, I'm in trouble. You what, know? Did you, what did I say? Yeah, well, that's right. what we thought. Yeah. Because, yeah. because, you know, we, it was really an absolutely crazy party. Yeah. Uh, I remember Farnbacher was, was on the bar. What do you mean? <laughs> Anybody with the last name Farnbacher at a party? So, so it, was, it was so nice, but then, yeah, I'm like, oh, you know, maybe I... I, I yeah, I I, right, right. But then, uh, like, a couple of weeks later, actually, I learned that, it, that he meant it the other way around. He was like, hey, you know, maybe I said something to you that wasn't oh, appropriate. Oh. <laughs> And and again at that time I didn't I didn't really know him though so yeah. it was it was a bit awkward. But well, the other thing is I wouldn't put it past Bill if he knew you were you know so f***ed up that he might have just said that nothing happened. Right. right. Just to oh, mess yeah, with that's you. what yeah, I thought yeah, you were yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. Is he woke so, up and he's like I'm going to torment all right. of them. <laughs> like, <laughs> like he everyone sent everybody got the same note. Yeah, like yeah, a yeah. different <laughs> variation. Like uh, hey, I'm sure she understood what you meant <laughs> with <laughs> no context. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, but Bill Riley's intimidating initially. Now, when you see him, is it like do you have like a go-to smart-ass comment for him? Like we obviously have tormented him for a couple of years. Yeah. And so now when we see each other, he's just like immediately goes to giving us shit. So is it the same with you guys because you're so comfortable? Yeah, kind of. It's not as bad, I guess, as with you guys. <laughs> but uh, it's uh, yeah, it's there. Uh -huh. You know, like yesterday, I walked in uh, with my trophy, yeah. and uh, it's a third-place trophy. Mm -hmm. So he says it's not allowed in the truck. I've heard this, this he and that's a real yeah. thing. Yeah. And uh, you yeah. might as well give it away to a kid. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, thank you. Yeah. I mean, I'm still sweating. I work yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, I was trying. Yeah. I don't have very many friends from the Netherlands because I've never been there. Why would I? What is the typical thought or attitude about Americans from you guys? Is this like general or racers? No, like in general. In well, general. In, in motorsports. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, because like you guys are really friendly. I, I've always thought. Whereas like some of the Germans can be a little cold and off. Off. You know. And, and there's only like eight of you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. 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 Yeah. So I'm curious, like, what the stigma is from from you guys towards us in motorsports. I think uh, a lot of, well, first of all, people don't know what it's like to race in in America. Mm -hmm. Like when I came over, it was a totally new world of racing to yeah. me. Yeah. A uh, very different atmosphere, very mm -hmm. different type of racing, very different tracks. Yeah. Um, but for me, all positives. Mm -hmm. Like uh, all, everything is better <laughs> for me. Um, but I think uh, also not knowing how it is, uh, looking at myself, I was like, yeah, I want to I wanna go out there. Yeah. You know, I, I would watch the odd ALMS race and see awesome racing. And I think a lot of racers in, in Europe have the same kind of feeling, but you, you have no idea what sure. it's like because yeah. it's just so different. But, um, yeah, in general, I think the racing is just so much more exciting uh, and in a way also more friendly mm -hmm. even though it might sound strange when you're racing here yeah. you think like ah, we're not friendly you know we're sure. but it's just right. different but just in terms of like fan paddock access and stuff like yeah, that yeah also yeah. that but also amongst the drivers teams yeah, it's, okay. it's just yeah. a different it's a, yeah people are not very friendly to each other in general I think uh, on the racetrack in Europe yeah 
um, but I think the main thing is, uh, you know, here you don't have to talk about track limits. The tracks are all awesome. Uh, the racing is just, you know, with all the yellows, there's mm-hmm. always there's always a chance. Like yeah. yesterday, we thought we were out of it, and and at the end, 45 minutes ago, we're we're fighting for it. So right. yeah. it's just so there's different. more of a yellow safety car culture here. Yeah, but it makes it fun, and I think right. it's uh, also for the fans. It's more fun, yeah. but also for the drivers. Even though sometimes you don't want those yellows, yeah. but yeah, uh, it's part of it. Now you yeah. emphasize tracks, and a lot of times, like video that you and I have done, you mention tracks every time. Yeah, um, and I get the impression it's because a lot of the European tracks are so—I don't want to say neutered, but because there's such a premium on Run runoff off room and yeah. all this other stuff that yeah. you keep saying that tracks here are more classic—is the, is the phrase you've used before? Because because we have walls and grass. Yeah, it just for me now in in Europe you have to be you're always fighting the white line. You're always trying like, oh, I don't want to cross the line. So you're always worried every exit of the corner. You're worried that you're that you're just an inch out too far, and I, I hate that feeling, you know. It's, we're not playing tennis. It's uh, <laughs> it's not in or out, you know. It's uh, out should be in the grass, and then you punish yourself. And here, I, I I think it's really easy for me to find the limit to go really next to the grass, but not on it. But I struggle more with European tracks to to be exactly on the line, but not over it. So for me, it's even easier to race these tracks, I think. But it's also just more fun. There's there's just yeah, you don't want to talk about track limits. You just want to go out and race. And uh, in Europe, you know, all these uh, fancy pit buildings and everything, it's great, but uh, it doesn't contribute to any of the racing, you know. So uh, I'd much rather go to uh, to a place like here where you're just, you know, with your trailer and awning and, and go for it and work from the wall. So, in, in yeah, in that respect, it's so much more fun. Is there a Dutch group chat? What do you mean? Like, uh, a, is there like a group of you guys on WhatsApp who all uh, make fun of everything? Only, only Dutch drivers. Um, no, and, no, no, no. You sure? Yeah. So Tom Cornell doesn't come in and out of it. Yeah. Well, the there's a, a radio station uh, in uh, in the Netherlands, and uh, we all like uh, um, do a little update on our races, and they will broadcast it. So we're all in that group. Yeah, uh, but that's not a group chat. Uh, there was you a time where, uh, where it, it wasn't about those updates. Just like okay. dick jokes and memes. and Yeah, it got pretty bad, pretty nasty. <laughs> okay. And then Tom okay. Cornell was probably the the lead guy in that. Yeah, yes. well, for a day, and then he'd yeah, leave. And then he stopped. <laughs> yeah. And he'd come back. And then yeah. he came back. And then he'd leave and come right. back, probably. Because we, we were really hoping to find, you're so good at being clean and PR friendly. We're really trying to find the, the motherfucker <laughs> that is Jerome Bleakmull, and I'm, I have a fear we're not going to find it. We'll, we'll make get one. There. We'll get there. We'll, we'll make, make it. We'll make it yeah. work. Yeah, I do swear a lot in the car. Oh, so, funny. Right. okay. Hold on. In, in English or in yeah, so, yeah. Well, okay. So yeah, because <laughs> I like to share with the team like what's going <laughs> yeah, on. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> let's let's get to some anonymous stories um, because this come this come has come up. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it did. <laughs> so we have a friend. His name is um, Phil. Um, Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and uh, so we were yeah. told the story from a few years ago. Yeah, I know already which one. I think. Oh, do you, okay, yeah. well, okay. I'm curious if you know it what the story is. It must have been Mosport. It is exactly Mosport. <laughs> and, and his kids were listening. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. well, I'm not even going to repeat it because you can tell it better than uh, a text message. Can. Yeah, I know it was awesome. You know, I, anyway, I was pretty, I'm always, some, I'm, I'm a pretty quiet guy. Like I, I don't, I, I'm guessing it's like 2014 or so. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, so. Because I actually think I was doing video of this exact event. And this on. is probably what sped up our relationship in terms of making fun and, and uh, jokes. Sure, okay. Because <laughs> I would like, even in the car, in the race, I would pass someone. And while doing the pass, I would talk to him like, hey, I'm, I'm going for it. You know, like being oh, really? on the inside. It's funny because he's allegedly not a fan of people that talk much. No, but yeah. then, he, you know, I, I, luckily I never screwed up. Like 
like I'm, okay. I'm passing him and then crash or okay. something. So you would talk and pull it off so you could <laughs> yeah. back it up. Yeah, so I'd okay with that. So one had, time that goes wrong, you're done, though. Yeah, yeah. no, that's true. But no, we had some really cool moments with that. But also, the other way around, when I had bad moments with people or people pushed me off or something, I would go nuts. Like I you, would could go, say Jan, you can say you, Jan's name. <laughs> I had big issues with him, yeah, yeah for right. sure. Yeah. Everybody does. <laughs> anyway, but go on. But, uh, yeah, no, we've had some... I, I, I think it was actually him at that, that race. It was, uh, yeah, yeah, because... Yeah. Because we were doing videos and my partner was talking about it, and unrelated to this story, but gone. So I, I must have been, I, I don't remember what happened on track, but I must have been stuck behind him and he was blocking. And, and, and Again, Yen Halen was blocking. <laughs> Just making so, sure everybody knows that. My yeah, no, this was the odd day where he did <laughs> that. And so, um, yeah, mm-hmm. and, and Ben was also totally on the same book, you know. He, he's kind of similar to me on the radio as well. He, he can talk a lot and he likes to 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 get interaction I, I also like it wants to be a part of it yeah yeah and, and it keeps me kind of motivated in the race as well so i, I really like to talk is that because you feel connected to a team by doing that yeah like you feel like you're part of this group yeah together yeah, yeah we're all that. fighting and uh-huh. yeah so yeah i was i was swearing a lot <laughs> but like a lot like right. i could swear like the whole i i think i had a, a whole lap of like this blah, 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 like you're just keep the whole on, yeah i went yeah. on and on and on i love it <laughs> and uh, yeah, but then yeah, I didn't realize that uh, Bill O'Reilly's kids were there and oh. ha- having a radio, <laughs> and they were uh, I so guess like twelve. I was going to say this a couple years ago. They yeah. were barely teenagers. So then yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. then uh, after the race, one of his kids came uh, came over to him and said like, "Hey, this this Jerome guy, he swears a lot," <laughs> and, and he had he had some really funny comments like, uh, "Yeah." He uses the uh, MF word a lot, you know. Like <laughs> <laughs> so that was that was awesome. Yeah, <laughs> that is the verbatim text from Bill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, um, Phil. According to Phil, um, <laughs> yeah. one of my feet thirteen-year-olds came up to me and said, "Dad, Jerome says motherfucker a lot." Yeah, and we've had some r- really cool radio uh, conversations. <laughs> I I can't even recall all of them, yeah. but it was so much fun. <laughs> so your first race was 2010 in the states. Yeah, that was a. Uh, yeah, well, I had I did Sebring in in. 06 mm-hmm. in the Spiker. That was, I think, I my remember that. Yeah, yeah. And I did, uh, I was at that great Formula One race at Indianapolis where <laughs> there were only six cars. Yeah, uh, okay. Yeah. I did yeah, my yeah. very first race in, in Super any, Cup. Yeah, in yeah. any yeah. Porsche. Uh, there was a Dutch driver who uh, I think was not allowed into the US for some reason. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, was it Robert Dornbosch? Uh, no, no. Okay. No. Was it porn? Sorry. <laughs> but he was going through Amsterdam on the way here. Um, no, he, he decided not to go anyway to the no. states so because yeah. he'd been to Amsterdam a bunch of times before <laughs> yeah something <laughs> like you that heard they were doing drug tests. so he, <laughs> he said can do you want to race my car yeah. and I, I said yeah sure mm-hmm. I'd love mm-hmm. to do that mm-hmm. Indianapolis Porsche Super Cup and yeah. you hadn't done Super Cup prior I hadn't done any race I had never driven a Porsche at oh, that right. point wow. so okay, okay. I, so it's uh, a big jump so I well, went there so, and yeah. that was great you know it was so much fun I finished on the podium so that was kind yeah. of my break into Super Cup as well yeah but uh, then I did Sebring in 06 uh, because I did quite a bit of endurance racing with Spiker, yeah. And uh, that was a great experience, my first Sebring with, with the fans and everything. That was my first real... And that uh, was the old LMS days when it was like a week-long thing. And yeah. You had all these days of practice and all that. Yeah, I loved it. We went one, one day uh, back to Miami because we had no practice, so we had some fun there. And it was just, yeah, a crazy, crazy cool week. I think uh, Coronel might have been on the team as well. I'm not yeah, sure. And how old were you? Um, like 25 good age for that so yeah it was just uh, fun yeah 
and uh, the racing was good. We did Sebring with two drivers, so it was pretty tough. But uh, yeah. yeah, and a spiker. Yeah, which I'm guessing wasn't the perfect car to drive. <laughs> no, it was actually not that bad at that time. Okay, but we we improved it quite a bit. But yeah, it was not not easy for yeah. sure. Yeah, I remember spinning in turn one, and Ooh. I didn't hit the wall. But Jesus. man, yeah, <laughs> that was yeah. close. But then yeah. yeah, then I wasn't racing in in the U.S. for a while. But then. Uh, because I won the Super Cup, Porsche kind of promised me to get me a ride for Daytona in 09. Uh, no, winning in 08, they said in 09. And uh, there was a, a person within the, like higher up in Porsche who, uh, who said, we'll do it, we'll make it happen. And he never picked up the phone anymore. So <laughs> I was not happy with that because I never chased any drive, any ride as well. Um, and then I won the Super Cup again. Uh, I actually got the comment from that same person that like, yeah, you know, you, you did really well in Super Cup, but, you know, you, you might have to work on your endurance racing skills a bit more. But so he forgot <laughs> that, that that same year I won Le Mans in an LMP2, <laughs> in an LMP2 Porsche. Yeah, right, right, right. right. And it's almost like you adapted to the racing that was required. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's almost like thing. you had the skill set to win in the toughest single make GT yeah, yeah, championship yeah. on the planet. Uh, maybe you could figure out just driving for a little longer yeah. and doing in, a pit stop. In 08, I, I drove all the Porsches that were there, like all the models they had, like the Cup car, but the GT3R, yeah. the RSR, and yeah. all of them I put it at least on pole or I won a race. Mm -hmm. And none of the factory drivers had done that. <laughs> and so this well, guy maybe, is telling me like... Maybe if you could figure it out, yeah. Yeah. you'd be good enough. I mean, it's good for one lap, sure. Because <laughs> that's all I heard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so this guy was like, yeah, okay, well, I'll get you a ride. And then he even at some point started asking me, so how much money can you bring? What so the f***, really? And, and the I'm, sitting, Super I'm Cup, sitting like in two consecutive Super Cup champions. And this wow. is in, a, in an office at Weissach. And I have a lot of good people. I've met a lot of good people there. But this one person, I, I, I probably shouldn't say his name, but it, it was uh, really rude, I think, the way I was, I was dealt with. And I remember um, uh, Jens Walter sticking up for me as well. He was a great, he was running Super Cup at the time. So it was great. He went to the States and I got, he was, he was a great guy. Was there some personal reason? Like I guess hated I mean, Dutch people, or you had a run in, or yeah, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, it's it's weird. I, do, I still don't know till today why. But then the next year I won the Super Cup again. So at the banquet I went to him and I said, "So, are we going to make it happen this year?" And then um, I didn't hear from him. But then the the guy who was running it for uh, in the U.S. Uh, Richie, I think was his name. I get the comment about so how much you know you you can drive for free in a good team. <laughs> You can drive, you know, in, in you can drive for free in a in a bad team. Yeah, right. Uh, you can drive uh, in a, in a decent team for that amount, but then you can be in a winning car for in a, you know. But I had to yeah, bring. Yeah. I thought he was talking about <laughs> giving yeah, paying. Right, right, yeah, yeah. Uh, and We're then looking for like thirty grand. You're like, okay, I can do it for that. <laughs> right. And we'll then take uh, out your Super Cup winnings. But then this this American guy who was running uh, Porsche North America. He, yeah. he heard it and he was like, no, no. <laughs> I'll take care of it. And he did. And, yeah. he, and he hooked me up with Magnus. Mm -hmm. um, and I'll make sure, you know, you, you'll get paid some money. Yeah. And, and it wasn't like the, the, the end of the world. But sure, it, was, sure. it was great because I wanted to do Daytona yeah. so badly. And yeah. finally, I, I got my way in. So that was my first, uh, yeah, first. So you, you were a Le Mans winner and a multi-Super Cup champion. And somebody was still asking you to pay to race. Yeah. And you're like, I... <laughs> And I have to say, at the time, the crisis hit, and they had way too many factory drivers, uh -huh. so they couldn't hire a new guy anyway. Um, so you can't blame him for that. No, but, but at least you to bring money, yeah, right. like outrageous. Or just saying, like, it'd be one thing to say we just can't find anything, versus like we're gonna need thirty grand from you. And this was a time when like Super Cup had some players. You look at the lineups of guys, 
in those classes or in those series, even like the German version of it alone or the British version of it alone, it's just stacked deck. So winning Super Cup to me was like, that's that's it. Like you were one of the best on the like planet. Who did, who did you race? You raced like Sean Edwards. I yeah. think you raced Renee for a little bit. Renee was there. Yeah. He was up and coming. Yeah. So luck, that was my luck because um, at the time I could still beat him. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> then I became teammates with him. Yeah. yeah. And he stepped it up every year. And yeah, yeah. To, for me, he's one of the most talented drivers out there yeah. in, in the mean? whole world. Renee, the, but the guy uh, that won all the DTM championships? <laughs> but we hated each other. Like, oh, wow. I'm glad you said this because he'd mentioned something like that to us a long time ago. Not on the podcast. but yeah. um, So that's real. You guys were not Yeah, no, along. we were. It was bad. You yeah. know, I, uh, the, the, the best one was that uh, um, so we were fighting for the championship. He was, in the beginning of the year, I was winning everything, but then suddenly he, he took over and he started winning everything and he got closer and closer. But I had, a, I had a good gap, so I was pretty comfortable that I could win the championship, but I could see already like, oh, this will be t- a tough yeah. guy to beat in the future. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then um, I had split up with my girlfriend and uh, there were great girls in, in Super Cup. Okay. So okay. Um, we were in Hungary and there was a party and so... We uh, we met some great girls. <laughs> <laughs> you and Renee? Uh, no, not Renee. So Renee okay. Renee was with his uh, girlfriend for a long time. I think he still is. Okay. Um, but then no, no. Actually, he was also uh, I think a single at the time. That's right. Yeah. And uh, so uh, I was seeing this girl for a little while. <coughs> the the great girl. Yeah. Okay. And uh, so then uh, we go to uh, almost one of the last races of the championship, and I had kind of like broken up with her or we, we never really dated or anything but Here it was like we saw each other a few times yeah, yeah. he shows up with her yeah, just yep. to screw with my mind <laughs> <laughs> and i did it intentionally i'm yeah, sure yeah but uh yeah Oof. i mean it didn't really bother that me but it, sinister. It, it was like okay th- that's hold, the kind of, hold on that's no no the kind you of, just said it didn't really bother <laughs> me you you're up. talking about it we didn't ask you for the story <laughs> <laughs> no, because at the time I was already on to the. Then I actually I met my uh, my uh, current. You're wife. now wife, yeah, right? Right. The mother of your uh, but I'd like to point yeah. out that in 2021, <laughs> unprompted, you told us didn't bother me. Didn't bother me. But yeah. No, but it was, I think it was because I, you know, I, I have such so much respect for him as a driver. <laughs> but we went so hard to hard. You know, we had we we protested, protested each other, and yeah. it was bad. His engineer almost uh, fighted me one time, like literally, like in a fist because, fight. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. he had a track limit violation, and I saw it. I was already out of the car, yeah. and he, he, he beat me to the pole. And I'm like, man, I, you know, he was out. I, I go to the race director, and we put the protest. You had to yeah. pay like 1,500 euro, yeah. but I did it. You have to yeah. pay the pro- like, so you have to really know what you... <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's why it stops. Do they refund you if they hold it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, if, if, yeah, if, if you're right. You, if yeah. you're right, you get yeah. it back. Yeah. So we got it, and then uh, when the engineer saw me, man, he was, he was ready to kill me. <laughs> and he grabbed me by my suit, put me up to a fence, and, yeah. and then right. people had to stop him. But it was that kind of fight. And then, funnily enough, the next year we became teammates. <laughs> yeah, funny enough. <laughs> and that was awkward, but at the same time, <laughs> yeah, at the same time it was kind of good because we both kind of let go the yeah. the, the pressure. Yeah. We never spoke about this uh, between us. So you never asked about the girlfriend thing? No. no. Okay. Oh man. Because he never showed up with her again. No, no, no. He's he, no. He's been together uh, with, with his with current his, for for a long time. So, so it, it was absolutely just to get was, in your head. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is next level, batch. Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, like the old days. I think F one F one drivers would do that like in the seventies. So, so basically, you and Rene Rast are like the same as James Hunt and like Nikki Lauda. Yeah, kind of son shit. of Prospero yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. yeah, run into the stewards. 
Yeah, yeah but it's yeah. it's kind of cool because in the end, you know, if you win, you win a Porsche GT3R GT or yeah, GT3. Heard. Yeah. So it's a, it's a you know, and second place gets nothing. Yeah. yeah. Just a trophy. <laughs> How very <laughs> German. Yeah. So it's uh, you know it's there's a lot of pressure and yeah. and yeah you you basically do anything to win so uh, I kind of I kind of like it what he did and how he how he fought <laughs> you, respect you do it. now yeah, respect yeah. It. yeah well he's kind of a and I say this with absolute love but he's kind of a cocky little you know what I mean like he's got that that cockiness to yeah. him and so like if he's that way and then he's faster than you like you gotta mother I, I can't what yeah I, I know the year after was hard because we were in the yeah. same team. Yeah. I didn't do it full time because I was racing in ALMS, okay. uh, and I pri- prioritized that one. Sure. So I missed a couple of races. I would have been very close uh, fighting for the championship because Tendi was also there, also very talented in my opinion, also one of the b- very best. Um, but they were crashing a lot together, Rene and Tendi. So I think if I had been there the whole year, I would have actually won the championship. To, they would have taken themselves out. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> they crashed uh, one or two times together. Yeah, um, but. Uh, yeah, it was it was fun being his teammate as well. I, right. I saw how hard he works. Yeah, uh, because he would he would he would not not let go the data. Mm-hmm. He would watch until three a.m. and you don't do many laps in Super Cup. It's mm-hmm. like ten laps in free practice, yeah. three laps in qualifying. So there's not that much to analyze, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah, but then he would he would look over and over and find the. When you say not let go, do you mean like he? just kept obsessing over it or he wouldn't let anybody else see it no he would he would you know no, we, no. we could share our data he, yeah, he just uh, can't let go of looking at it yeah. he just can't like take a nap yeah but I think <laughs> that's what made on. him really good yeah. he understands now really well how to translate the data into real life mm-hmm. and we all to a certain extent do but sure. he, he can pick the real small details which you need in DTM mm-hmm. like there the, the difference between pole and, and second is nothing Yeah. so if you can find two hundredths yeah. of a second it yeah. could be pole right and if I look at data, I can, you know, I can find a tenth mm-hmm. or two, mm-hmm. but I can't find one hundredth or two hundredth sure, sure. of a second, and he can, I think. Yeah. So that's why that's also what makes him good. I just want to back up and remind you that you're Jerome Bleekemolen. <laughs> yeah, I think you're on the same level. It's, it's interesting uh, uh, you say that because I there was also so I got a my my first real big break. Uh, I owe to uh, Tim Peppers in, uh, in in the states because yeah. he. Do you know that? I don't know I've, who that is. Um, it's the guy with the hair, right? Gorgeous hair. Gorgeous hair. That's Gorgeous right. beard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was, you know, it was the same time I was uh, talking to Porsche about this Daytona ride. Yeah. And uh, out of the blue, I had already my program joining uh, the Rene Rust Super Cup team yeah, yeah. Uh, and everything for 10, 2010. And then uh, just before Christmas, I got an email from Black Swan Racing. Mm-hmm. Never heard of them. Never heard of Tim. Um, do you want to race with us? We're going to do ALMS and um, do you want to join us? And uh, I was looking for something else. Yeah, right. And then anyway, racing in America was always something I'd love sure. to. Yeah. So straight away, it was like, I jumped it. Yeah. yeah. And I had to call the Super Cup team like, hey, guys, I'm going to miss a couple of races. So I don't know how we're going to deal with that, yeah. but I don't care. I yeah. want to <laughs> go to America. I have two cars. I'm good. Yeah. <clears throat> but th- it was funny because um, so the first race uh, of ALMS wasn't Daytona. It must, it must, Sebring, well, right? we missed Sebring, but I think we went to Long Beach. Yeah. But anyway, at some point, we ran into Kevin Buckler. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> it, was, it, was, it was really funny because we were – so he started talking to Tim about me, but I was right there, I was next to him. Right. He goes like, man, I don't understand you hire a Super Cup guy, because these guys, they 
only crash, you know? They, they crash all the time. Don't you watch those races? And you're standing next to them? And right. I'm there. Yeah, yeah. No idea. I'm like, okay. Right. But then we had an awesome season. We took, I think we took all the pole positions. Yep. Right. We won the yep. championship. So, yep. um, But I have to say... Having he, missed the first race of the year, yeah. Yeah. we won the championship. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I have to say, he came to me at the banquet that year. Buckler did. He did. I'm and he said, that. hey, man, I, I made a big mistake saying that. Yeah. Because I was so rude, I don't have another agenda in this conversation. Yeah, it's not that I'm trying to hire you. I'm not away. trying to hire you right now. Yeah. I don't have another agenda. I'm just yeah. being no, genuinely even, a good person. Yeah. Even uh, at Coda a couple of weeks ago, he said it again. He again. Said, hey, man. Right. I, 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 I'm probably not trying to hire you at all. No, to yeah. Drive like, hey, I just, I'm really glad to if see your only career. I could use your name to <laughs> yeah. help me sell my business. Totally don't have another agenda in yeah. this conversation. Yeah, it's just a good person. <laughs> okay. I didn't know there was something behind that. <laughs> I'm learning. No, but it, it was... Uh, Are I you mean, new? <laughs> But no, it was it was nice, and I think Tim took a bit of a gamble with it. Although you know, I I won Lamar, I won. <laughs> I, but I don't, I don't, I don't agree. So. <laughs> I, don't I don't agree. agree. I think it was like yeah. this is going to go really well. Yeah, this kid is fast. Yeah. But I think also it opened up a path for a lot of European drivers because there was not. So much you're the of problem. A, yeah, I you're think the so. blame. Yeah, there was not much of a crossover. Sure. Uh, except for the factory guys yeah, from Audi right, or right, Porsche. Right. But like the the let's say private drivers, mm -hmm. not many guys would come over. Uh, because it's, nobody knew them. Yeah, it's it is fair because I mean uh, there is a, a I think and I would definitely say 15 years ago, 10 years ago, there was a reputation where Europeans were either maybe a little stuffy and not fun to hang out with, like the, the proverbial yeah. take the wife to dinner, you know, thing, um, and that they maybe do race like Europeans and they crash or they they run everybody wide and it doesn't quite fit in the American mold. And you immediately didn't do that. Um, uh, so I, I had, I had some, some... Some, but I, not I, like the reputation. I, I remember uh, my, my nickname was uh, Euro Trash for, for a while <laughs> in the beginning. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was who, racing... Who gave you that nickname? Uh, I think it was Spencer. Yeah. Pompelli? <laughs> yeah. Really? Nice. Yeah, nice. I, I remember this very well. What's funny is because then I heard you refer to somebody else that way. Yeah, no, I, I, since then I liked it, so I, I've, used it, <laughs> I've used it quite a bit. No, I, I remember well because it was Road America. We were fight. It was a huge fight with him, me, and Andy Lally yeah, for the win. That. Wow, the three and, Porsche guys. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I did run him out of road. You know, it was like getting closer to the end. Yeah, he was going for it. Uh, turn, make it okay. turn yeah. three, and yeah, this was the way. You know, I was used. Uh, yeah, I, I was learned how to race. You know, it's it's getting there, and and I did run him out of road. And he wasn't happy. And uh, the other way around, I wouldn't have been happy. Sure. But I think... Uh, what would you have said instead of Euro Trash? Uh, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Is there like a like redneck? Is there a Dutch e phrase for American assholes? Uh, I should probably make up some vegan comment, I guess. Ooh, oh, nice. <laughs> right for uh, it. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. can hang out. Okay. Although, uh, although I, I'm also going his bad a bit more, so... Don't, don't do that. Yeah, I just no, watch I you eat eggs. I, uh, Bill Riley gives me bad time about it anyway. Yeah, 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 you're damn right he does. Yeah. Yeah. But I had bacon for breakfast yeah, yeah, earlier. Just watch <laughs> eggs and you're, you're all right. You're still all right for now. Yeah. For now. Yeah, just, anyway. just don't talk about it. That's all you got to do. You can do whatever you want. Just shut the f up about it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> just don't change the, your Twitter to like vegan race car driver. No, Ooh, no, yeah, no, no. If you do that's, that, that's man. Anyway, not yeah. going to happen. <laughs> Wait, what is his Twitter, the, his profile? Does it say Probably dad? says like champion. Yeah, champion, dad. Two-time Supercut What champion. is yeah, you know, I would, I, uh, I think it, it, it gives the, the list of, uh, okay, of all the stupid, stupid things. It basically just says, I'm amazing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I, actually, I should probably change it to something normal. It's a bit like, look at me, but... Uh, <laughs> It's okay. That's what that's <laughs> yeah. what you scream but when that, you're sitting well, in front a, of us. That's well. That's also a different thing between Europe and and the states. <clears throat> Here, you can actually be proud of what you've achieved. <laughs> and that's <laughs> no, true. In Europe, if you are like, 
<laughs> you know, I've won this and that. They're yeah. like, oh man, he's arrogant. He, oh, this guy is. Yeah, yeah. The same goes for if you have a if you have a good business and you have a nice car. Yeah. And you show up at a customer they, in Europe. They would say, hey man, we're paying this guy way too much because yeah, he, right. he has a nice car. Yeah. And here they're like, this guy must be doing well because you know he's sure he, sure. It's a very different uh, way of thinking. Interesting. And uh, I I prefer it this way because I think. If you have success, you, you should you know, be proud you, of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you don't need to hide it. Exactly. And in Europe, you actually have to hide it to to not, you know to get no, more like business. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Unless you're like really successful, and then okay, people sure. can't get around it anymore. But people, especially also race car drivers, move, you know, like me, <coughs> moving up. Yeah, it's like that. You can't be too arrogant or too right. proud, or they they yeah they just don't like it. So Tim is in fact a fan of our show. Oh <laughs> So, <laughs> we'll keep it all good. Um, <laughs> is there any amazing Tim Pappas stories? Because <laughs> so I I can say this with love. Tim is fun because he can get very volatile when he wants to. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, he's a good driver. Um, he's fun to be around, but he can definitely get heated on the radio. He almost swears as much as me on the radio. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I didn't no. know this about you. Because I've heard his radio. <laughs> oh, Tim? <laughs> yeah, 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 I've heard his radio. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, he can get very uh, upset in the car. Yeah, yeah. Um, yep. uh, He did run into a deer a couple of weeks ago. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Was kind of, uh, you, yeah. you filmed yeah. it as well. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Uh, but uh, then I was like, man, don't talk shit to me. He came back to, into the holder, and I, I wasn't on the radio, but he was yeah. like, you don't believe it. This you know, this deer hit me. I'm like, yeah, come on. You gotta, you gotta come up with better excuses than that. <laughs> so that's what I was thinking. So he I almost died. I didn't, I didn't like, say it to him, but that was what I was thinking. Like, yeah, come on. That, that, that can't be right. That, right that, whatever, man. Yeah. I know he, because, you know, he, he likes to have, uh, I think any race driver likes to have that, but he likes to have an excuse. Like I'm not on pole because this or that happened. Right, yeah, and, yeah. and and we're, yeah, we're yeah. all the same, you know, but in a way we're all the same. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, if I'm too slow, you, it's the not first, my fault. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you open your you open up your book of excuses and you try to, to find something. Yeah. And uh, so, like, deer was like bottom of the barrel. Yeah, like that. Really, you're going to deer now? Well, I've I've written it down as well now, and it's yeah. pretty high up on the list because I I've I've seen it happen now. Sure. But yeah, then uh, it happened, and and he he was really upset in the beginning uh, when it. Uh, but then yeah, like after five minutes, we actually started seeing the the, the yeah the the fun yeah the in, video yeah, like, like oh god this yeah. is kind of yeah. like. Unbelievable yeah, yeah. Right. stuff that happened there. Yeah. That video is impressive, by the way. Because yeah, like, you don't terrifying. see it coming. Yeah, like, yeah. It's just like, oh, shit, there it is. Yeah, yeah, he had no chance. No, it was no, no. unbelievable. I couldn't believe it when I saw the video. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, okay. Sorry, yeah. About, sorry about just blankly looking at you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hit it here. All right. Well, that, well one, one other Black Swan thing since we're talking about it. No, no, because no, like, I would argue your best YouTube clip comes yeah. from your Black Swan days. Yeah, Baltimore. And, yeah, yeah, you know exactly yeah. what yeah, That smile says you know what it is. I, I, I need to know how that transpired yeah it was uh, i have to thank uh danny for it the mechanic okay uh, because uh, he he didn't put the wheel nut on all the right. way okay so <laughs> let's so let's and i told i've told him i've so, shaken his head so, like thanks man you got <laughs> you gave me a great opportunity so baltimore grand prix qualifying it's alms with indycar the same yeah. weekend and you guys have have the big you know 15 minute qualifying session street course and you go out and, and what happens yeah so I was uh, so it was one of my yeah, it was the second year in second year in GTC, racing. It. Yeah. So we were I I was feeling kind of like the guy you know I was yeah. I was winning a lot and I'm, and it, I love street courses. It was a new street course I think for everyone. Yeah. And in the first practice I was ahead by so much. I think 1.5 seconds or something. So I was feeling even more like the guy. I, I was a bit of an arrogant 
as, you as were at almost at Bernays level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have yeah. to admit that. But so then we go out for qualifying. I can feel something is wrong with the car, mm-hmm. uh, but we didn't know. I thought I had a puncture or something. I was driving. I was doing this rec- uh, the, the outlap, and um, uh, then they filmed me on the radio because I was, or on, the, on the TV because I was going slow. And uh, we had a, a great guy, uh, Mike Peterson. He worked yeah. for uh, for Audi, and Tim mm-hmm. hired him. Yeah. Uh, to run a, our car, so uh, he uh, he was really heads on, and uh, and he said like, uh, oh yeah yeah, your wheel's loose, so uh, try to get it back, and uh, we'll fix it. Because you'd already set a time, right? That was fast. No, nothing. It oh, was nothing. outlap, okay. and okay. Uh, and it was it, okay. and it was broken. So I almost made it back, but I didn't want to be in people's ways. So there was a, an escape road you could take into pit lane instead of driving on the course, and it was very narrow there. So I would have messed up everybody's first time lap. So I'm like, okay, I'll be the nice guy. I'll go in this escape road. But the escape road was way too tight. You couldn't make it. So I had to do all these turns, had to back up. Yeah, and I think right. because I backed up, the tire got completely off. And then... The wheel and tire. Uh, yeah, the, the, yeah, wheel, yeah. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> the wheel and tire were gone. And then, uh, yeah, I drove into pit lane. And then suddenly, yeah, it was gone. Um, <clears throat> so then, uh, then I'm sitting there on three wheels. And I was like, man, I'm so much faster than... You know, I was so much quicker in, in, in all these practices. I think we had two practices and we were way up there. I cannot lose this ball. I cannot. I, I have to get this ball. I was so upset yeah. just about that, like because I was not there. To, I, I wanted to like really. Yeah, yeah. You're cocky. You need yeah. to show it. Yeah. <laughs> so then I'm like, okay, what can we do? And and then I remembered, like at Le Mans, you can go out of your car, but there's like a. It's a, like a distance a, rule. A right? Distance yeah. rule. So then I go on the radio and I ask Mike Peterson, like, you know, can I can I go out of the car and pick up the tire because. You know, the tire is gone. I don't know if he saw it at the time, and he was thinking about it, but he was like, yeah, go ahead and do it. <laughs> so I ran out, grabbed the tire, burned my hand because the thing was freaking hot. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so I, you can see in the video that I let it go at some point. Uh, then, yeah, put it in the in the passenger, uh, passenger side yeah. and uh, drove back. Uh, luckily, I buckled up again because I spoke to Bo oh, Barfield yeah. at, at night. That night, we yeah. were having the same hotel. And he said, uh, "Man, that was awesome." And then even buckling up, that was you yeah. know. Then you totally had it. It's you know, no, no penalty. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, then drove back in <laughs> on three wheels. The tire had damage from uh, yeah uh, hitting the car. Yeah, sure. right. Um, <laughs> and Yokohama came over, and they were like, nah, "I don't know." But I'm still sitting there like, "Hey like, guys, I need, I need this pole." Right. Yeah, right. I need one lap. Yeah. But that was the other issue that we were running out of time. Yeah. And we were uh, halfway down the lap with this pit lane. It was yeah. a bit weird. So yeah. you had to do a hu- So I, they put the tire on, but we had one minute remaining. Yeah. So it was going to be half an out lap. Yes. One time lap. And that was it. That's it, yeah, right. Yeah. And I, I, you know, I put the gun on my head like, you're going to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I, I did take the pole. <laughs> but it was tough because the tires weren't up. Oh, yeah, right. You're all over yeah. the place. But yeah. I was so like, like yeah, yeah. I, I just had to get it. Hands yeah. are burned. And yeah. then, and then the, uh, the, the rest of the weekend was just incredible yeah. because everybody saw that. Absolutely. And there were a lot of fans. And, and whenever you had a Black Swan racing shirt on, they were like clapping and yeah. like, ah, awesome. Yeah. And it was just amazing. Yeah, that clip made it unbelievable like you know ESPN and stuff because it was so outrageous yeah, yeah. They, they I think Top Gear also showed yeah, it and yeah. it was yeah it was just amazing it was such a nice <laughs> but then yeah I, I thanked the mechanic for it mm-hmm. even though you know he felt bad about <laughs> it horrible yeah. no that was the good thing we had also with Black Swan we had, it was su- it's such a nice it's still quite a few of the same people and uh, we go way back so it's such a nice group of people we have such a 
cool. Same with Riley. We have such a nice, cool relationship. We can make jokes out of each other, but but in a good way. So it's uh, it's really nice to be with them. And that I think that uh, whole experience sped everything up. Like then it was like, oh wow, man, this is just <laughs> crazy. Yeah. But as cool. it being the fastest guy there hadn't already earned your keep. The fact that you're like burning yourself for a pole position at Baltimore. <laughs> 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 I think that I think that might go on another level. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. Uh, should we go like back thirty years because we jumped right to into like current one. stuff. Uh, well, I mean, so like, so we we've done nothing but talk about current racing. Um, you're part of a racing family. It starts, as far as I know, it starts with your dad, Michael yeah. Bleakamolen, who uh, did race a couple times in F1, did a ton of stuff in F3. He was second to Alain Prost in the F3 championship. Yeah. Oh, he's got this mark that goes with it. Um, did did dad kind of kick off this whole thing? Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, he uh, he uh, he lived near the racetrack in Zandvoort where they had F1, the Grand Prix. And as a kid, he would climb the fence and and you'd be in the paddock there. There was no like security or anything, so he would stand next to all these guys like uh, Jim Clark and uh, and whoever. Uh, so great, you know. He he uh, and then um, he he didn't come from uh, like a rich family or anything. He just started building his own go kart. Uh, he's pretty uh, good technically, so he can he can do a lot. Still today, he's he's really good with that. Yeah. And uh, from there he went and he uh, he started racing. Uh, I think his first race car probably almost built together, uh, built put together himself as well. In like Home. the sixties. Uh, yeah, probably early seventies. He yeah. did a lot of go karting from from what he's told me, uh, and then racing. And uh, yeah, he's uh, yeah he, he did really well. It's it's amazing to to to. Yeah, to make it through, it's so hard to uh, you know to find the right people, the money uh, to get there, and uh, he did, and and he raced at Watkins Glen. That's that's his only F1 race where he actually started. He uh, he wasn't qualified a couple of times because he wasn't in a good car, but uh, he ran up I think as high as ninth at at the Glen, and he came along here a couple of years ago, and people still uh, came over, and and one guy yeah, actually had a picture of him taken himself. Oh, that's at awesome. the 78 Grand Prix year. Wow. Okay. But yeah, he uh, we we grew up in racing. Um, I was not uh, not a no. I'm I'm following Spencer. So sorry. Hero <laughs> <laughs> <Euro> trash. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was uh, not pushing us that hard. We did some go karting early mm-hmm. on, mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, he was busy. He had a business uh, as well, and he was racing a lot himself. I would hang out with him all the time at the races, so that was kind of cool. He was doing the support F1. <laughs> Uh, races, so he was always there with the Formula One races. Yeah. I knew all the drivers and all the stuff oh, that's cool. by seeing it as a five-year-old. Yeah, right, right. So that was great to to grow up. But I was not so much into it myself. Um, and then my brother, he's three years older. It was Sebastian. It was time for him, or we we decided he he was going to go racing. Because of that, we, my dad said maybe we do one go-kart year nationally, so no, not all over the world, but just to get you ready. And uh, and then there was this little kid. Oh, okay. Well, let's give him a, a go kart as well, and let him <laughs> let him let him drive as well. And it wasn't like something you were burning to go do. Uh, it started to come at okay. that time. I was like right. twelve. Now is that because you wanted to, or because your brother was getting to and you weren't? No. I, so I was not that interested in it. Okay. I, I liked watching it, but I wasn't interested in doing it. Hmm. And I was very bad at it as well. <laughs> like seven, eight, nine, no, ten. Really? I was Hold really on. slow, spinning a lot. Yep. Uh, we might have had an anonymous text. <laughs> from a guy named Sebastian. Uh, I'm trying to come up with a name that isn't Sebastian Bleakmullen. Seabass. <laughs> um, <C-bass. clears throat> a guy named Seabass. Yeah. The, the there was another anonymous question, so it ties in well. 
Um, who was better at age seven with carding? <laughs> yeah. Jerome or the twins, which are your, your kids now. I oh, think. but my kids for sure. Yeah. They are, they are, <laughs> they just started, but yeah. they are, I'm, I'm yeah. surprised. Like, yeah, I, I sucked when I was young. Yeah, that's it. So the, the, the direct quote from, uh, <laughs> the direct quote from Sebastian is, Jerome was not so fast, parentheses, really slow <laughs> when he started. It's the parentheses that, that Oh, it's it. true. I, so. I was like, until 10, 11, yeah. I was really bad. <laughs> if it rained, we would have to drive on slicks. I would spin yeah. every lap five times. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm, this is not exaggerating. This yeah. is really how yeah. bad I was. But then, uh, yeah, my brother got the chance to get a full year of go-karting. And my dad, he, he just opened up inner go-kart tracks, yeah. which was new in Europe. Yeah. And uh, he was at this show and then he bought uh, like a small go-kart for me as well. Like, I oh, will buy this kart and he can also do some laps. Because yeah, right. they, they never expected anything of me. So they put the go-kart there and the same weekend my brother was racing and I was also, yeah, I was allowed to race right. and I won the race. And they were like, what's, what's up with this guy? <laughs> but I had, a, I had the wrong kart, uh, you know, so then straight away it got serious. Okay, we need that go-kart and those engines. And yeah, so right. then we started right. and I got like three years of go-karting. But um, yeah, my, then my dad and brother started racing together a lot uh -huh. uh, against each other, with each other, however you want to call it, because there was some rivalry uh, <laughs> between them in the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> but then, um, yeah, it got to the point I started racing. I started in Formula cars, open wheel, and it, it was okay, but I, I couldn't just make the jump like to getting anywhere near F1. And then my dad said, well, maybe, you know, you should go for endurance racing. And at, at the time, in the beginning, I hated it because I was like, no, I want to go, you know, I want to be a one driver. But, uh, okay, uh, we went for it. But uh, that also meant I had to race against my dad and brother sometimes. And, uh, yeah, those were uh, tricky days. <laughs> and, and, and the best was um, we went to Monaco. Uh, for the Grand Prix, and we were racing there with uh, with Renault Clio V6, mm -hmm. like a very small mm -hmm. Clio, but yeah, pretty well, powerful. Yep. And I did it, I was racing something else. So I did it kind of as a one-off, mm -hmm. but my dad and brother had raced there already five, six, well, my dad has raced there 30 times. <laughs> so he's yeah. the record holder in Monaco. Yeah. <laughs> but my brother had already done like five, six races there. For me, it was the first, so yeah. I had to learn the track and everything. So we qualify fourth, fifth, and sixth. Nice. Um, my brother fourth, I was fifth. And my dad was sixth. He had two races. The first race, I had a really bad start, and my dad gets in front of me. And normally, my dad would, would let us by. He was, you know, he was like, "I'll let my kids win <laughs> from not in Monaco." Yeah. But in Monaco, no, no way. way. Yeah, right. So yeah. you will die today. And he started blocking me, like, "Man, come on! I'm so so much quicker, please!" Right, right, and and right. He, he wouldn't let it go. Yeah. And then he spun. He didn't hit the wall, <laughs> but he spun. And then I was so far back, you know, we were yeah. so, my brother was fourth and then yeah. I was P5 yeah. and my dad was dead by then, yeah, way back. Yeah. But I had a huge gap and the both races combined are timed, so uh, I needed to catch up. And then I, I, I closed the whole gap to the front, passing is really hard there, so I, w I ended up on the bumper of the leaders yeah. with the lap record. So I was like, yeah, I got this. <laughs> so then I'm all excited for race number two okay. and uh, I had a great start this time. Because uh, they, they take the lap time from that race to qualify no, for the it, next? It, no, it was the, the, uh, the, the result. Okay. So, yeah, so, okay. so we were fourth and yeah. fifth and yeah. my dad a little further back. Yeah, so it, he can't hold you up this time. <laughs> yeah, he was like eight or ninth, yeah, including yeah. the spin. Yeah. And then, so, so put that in there. <laughs> so I had a great, uh, great start. Uh, I already had my brother. That was a done deal because yeah. he was already behind me. But then, um, then there was uh, uh, Polika, who's the Aka team owner. 
Was that English? I didn't, well, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, it's uh, a big team in AMG now. Okay. Uh, but the, uh, so he's a good racer. Okay. okay. And uh, I put my car on the inside of turn one, and there, it's not like now where you have some runoff. Mm-hmm. There, there was the wall. Sure, sure. And I put it in way too late. You know, I stuck <laughs> it in there as a young kid, like I'm going for it. Yeah, I'm going right. to get this podium. Amazing. He turned in, which yeah. you know because he never expected me. He pushed me into the wall. <laughs> I inside. bounced back. He, yeah. So I bounced back into him. Yeah. I put him into the wall on the outside. Right. Yes. Yes. But my brother crashed into him and my dad crashed into him so i'm going up this beautiful hill in monaco i watch my mirror i see the whole field park my family park i'm like oh i might be in trouble here so but then i do this race it, it's awesome i, I had a great so you're race. still going you're I'm fine going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. i had some damage right the steering rack was off so Weird. i thought yeah. i had to to pit mm-hmm. but then yeah. i took a bump and it and it and it Fixed went back itself. yeah it was normal <laughs> sure. so but again i was pretty far back so i started pushing and i yeah. caught up and in the end i finished third nice, nice. um and then uh yeah I, I had to go to the podium the prince is there and yeah. every, everything is nice there yeah, yeah. And, and then uh, and then my dad was there he was actually like pretty proud okay he, he okay. wasn't angry okay sure. uh, but my brother, but brother. was so upset <laughs> he, was like, Man, he was yelling and so yeah, it was really bad. Um, yeah, and my dad was kind of like he didn't know what to do. He was proud, but also but, understands. But then yeah. the worst thing is, we uh, my dad has always had a, like a little boat, not one of these huge yachts, but okay. a little boat yeah. on the chicane, uh, on the sw- swimming pool chicane. Yeah, uh, because he was a race driver, they allo- they allowed him in like 30 years ago, yeah, cool. and he's still there. That's awesome. So the the ne- the, the rest of the day, we all had to sit on this <laughs> boat, little boat. <laughs> oh. <Yeah. laughs> With like your brother arms folded. Yeah, yeah so he yeah, would be on yeah. one side of the boat. I would be on the other side of the yeah. boat. And we had also a camera crew following us around that day. Okay. Because right, so you're a media professional. So yeah. yeah. It was. You're holding your trophy. You've got your podium hat on. Uh, it your was. brother's just pissed. And we didn't speak for one or two months, I think. <laughs> it was, wow. It was. Wow. And we never really spoke about it after. <laughs> okay. Now, every now and then it comes up. Right. Like in Holidays while you're drinking. Yeah. yeah not, no, we, we, don't, we still don't really speak one-on-one to about it, but we, <laughs> can it can I, come up. That's amazing. That's, what year was that? Um, 2000? 2001? Yeah. yeah 20, <laughs> 20 years, years ago. ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. In Clio V6, you guys have gone both on to do so many great things. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, we're not bringing that up. Yeah, that's a hot button issue. But that was a yeah, crazy story. <laughs> but for me, in a way, quite, quite cool because I wanted to I've always been kind of separate from from my brother and dad. They've always gone their own way, and yeah. I was I always wanted to do my own thing. My dad was always more like, uh, you know, I got a f- my first professional ride was in DTM mm-hmm. when I was twenty. So which was pretty soon after that uh, year with uh, probably the year after that Monaco thing, and then uh, yeah, it's all professional drivers. You're getting paid to drive, mm-hmm. uh, and my dad was more like, yeah, but what what are you going to do with your spare time? You know, you, you should maybe go and 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 work in the business or mm-hmm. and I was more like no I want to be a race car driver right. no I'm, yeah. I'm not I'm not I like Mondays off right yeah <laughs> so uh, your dad is very much that entrepreneurial spirit the real kind yeah. where he's actually Built every something. minute he has yeah. he's yeah. going to figure out some and, yeah. and it was kind of a hard time because he didn't really yeah you know he was also when the, when my open wheel career didn't quite work he was like oh, well you're you're good but you're not like uh you know you're not like uh, oh, he says this to your face yeah not directly but that's that's basically what it came down to. maybe it's you know? time to start looking at some other things yeah exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. you're not you're is not that when the you should try endurance racing comes up yeah okay yeah, yeah and and i'm very happy he, he said that out. because that's exactly what i needed to go this direction yeah and then also uh kind of taking my own path has really helped me because then i started to be more independent but for one or two years it was not so easy because he was more like yeah you can't just race cars you know you also gotta you know do something else in your life 
but then uh, yeah, things took off and I started racing all over and, and you know, then he became really proud. But it, it helped me motivate myself to do better than maybe I would have done if he, if he had agreed with it or, you yeah, know, right. this, this was the kind yeah. of thing I needed. Sure. Uh, a little wake-up call. But it wasn't an, on purpose from his side because he really felt like, hey, you, should, you can't race cars all the time. you got to do something else as right. well. So <laughs> you got to be an adult. Yeah. 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 Like a real job. And, and Sebastian and your dad still race quite a bit together, right? Like they're doing the, the stock car stuff. Yeah, they're, um, they're running Euro NASCAR. Yeah. Great series. Mm-hmm. Uh, affiliated to, to NASCAR here. So it's great. Uh, it's a lot of fun. They share the car. Uh, my dad is 71. He's still driving yeah. it. It's awesome. Um, yeah, he's still enjoying it. So it's, it's a lot of fun. And, and now the, all our kids are uh, into go-karting. Mm-hmm. So they had a race this weekend. Uh, my brother and dad were there and yeah. helping out my kids. And it's a lot of fun. So your, your kids are out. Because I, mean, I, I, I see your, your Instagram post with your kids karting. And it, you obviously can't be there for a lot of that. So it is, it's still a family effort. You're not subbing them off to some pro kart team or whatever it is still a bleak Malone family deal yeah I mean it's kind of hard because I got three yeah. so anyway yeah. if you put them in a pro team it's going to cost a lot of money yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, my brother has a daughter who, want, who really likes it as well yeah. so it kind of made sense so we had a couple of friends who, who joined in so we got like uh, eight go-karts now oh. and we're, we're running <laughs> so it so you ourselves. are the pro team yeah basically. right it's yeah. the bleak Malone factory yeah. yeah it's Jerome bleak Malone presents <laughs> factory karting yeah. association <laughs> but it's, uh, it's hard not being there because uh, you, they, they need a bit of help. Their, their, their mom goes with them, which is kind of awesome that she does that. Yeah. But she also said last weekend, like, this is too much. You know, it's three <laughs> kids, all this action. I'm, I'm going crazy, so yeah. I'm not going to do this on my own. like watching the kids and going like, yeah, it's a, so much work. Yeah. It's a little scary, but it's a lot of work. Yeah, They're yeah, still yeah, very yeah. small, so yeah. you got to also help them with the little things like making sure they drink, making sure yeah, they... Right. Yeah, tie so, their shoes the right way. Yeah, 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 yeah so yeah. It's, it's a lot of work. I've done a couple of weekends completely on my own, uh-huh. so taking care of three go-karts and three kids and three kids yeah man i was it took a week to recover from that <laughs> <laughs> now is she a race fan uh no um <laughs> no she came al- along a lot when uh, when we met in the beginning and she she kind of liked it and she got more or less into it then it was super cup day so yeah. she liked the the short races yeah, super yeah. cup yeah. i don't think she's too much into the long races because if you don't really get the racing then it gets kind of boring mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. she's not into like drive time limits and no and uh, no. mandatory and we and that actually Kill grew yeah. For, yeah. <laughs> yeah no it <laughs> looked like they were i don't know that was a 26 second fill yeah. that can't be right no and it's growing uh, further apart because then she's at home with the kids mm-hmm. and and so they, they don't even know sometimes which car I'm racing or like yesterday which number do you have what you know we're a good that thing because you're racing that much but I understand yeah so yeah. she's not into it at all but <laughs> it's it's the way it, it, it grew so yeah uh, sure and in a way it's good because uh, you know it's good to have also other thoughts like turn it off. and, and yeah. turn it off but yeah. on the other hand now sometimes I'm like you know I'm I, I want to, you know, think about the race Monday when I have a race on Sunday, not think about, you know, like daily normal stuff. <laughs> I, I, I'm still that, that driver that wants sure, to be like right. 100% focused. So, yeah, yeah. you know, so like you are literally leaving in an, an hour and a half to go fly back to Monaco. Yeah, no, I, I just moved back to the Netherlands. Oh, you did move back to the Netherlands. Okay. Mainly because of the go-kart thing. Because, <laughs> oh, because there are no go-kart tracks in, in Monaco. Yeah, Monaco. Right. And now, uh, it's a surprise. Yeah, yeah, and now we can just, yeah, I can travel okay. around when I'm there. Mm-hmm. It's, it's easier. But my my point is, so you'll, you'll fly back. Literally, you're leaving here to go straight back to the airport. And you'll fly back to the Netherlands. 
and you want to digest the last six days and figure out where could we have gained but no now you've got like a the, what we call the honeydew list it's like dad and husband things you need to be doing when you get home yeah so and I, and I have a, a twin boys yeah mm-hmm. uh, and they are very good at breaking stuff so <laughs> <laughs> they're the development team for Jerome Balikamon presents yeah carding yeah so whenever I get back home Everything is broken. <laughs> so I, now carts are just just the no, house. No, just the house. Just the yeah. house. Yeah, like yeah, like yeah. anything yeah. you you, you take or everything is broken. Yeah. So I mm-hmm. it's first like one day of fixing things <laughs> and making sure everything's all right. Right. And uh, they're also by the way pretty good at breaking the go karts. Yeah, sure. They, yeah. they yeah. crash yeah. a lot into each other. So <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah. Well, they saw you and your brother. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we gave the wrong example. <laughs> yeah, but it's so like, Dad, I went for a gap. <laughs> yeah. I heard that if you no longer go. You're like, how are you going to sit there and tell me that? I saw the highlights. From Monaco, yeah, yeah. Maybe I should. I don't think they've seen it. Maybe I should show it. Like, yeah, it's not that bad what you're doing. Well, there's this great podcast they can listen to. Yeah, yeah. How did you pick up the lady, the wife? Ah, yeah. Well, we we went to high school together okay. for one year, so okay. we knew each other each other from back then. We were not interested interested at all in each other. Okay. <laughs> but uh, then uh, we had this uh, reunion, like ah. Oh. 10, okay. 12 years later or something. Okay. Now are you the hotshot race car driver by this point? Yeah, but the, she didn't know right. anything about racing. Yeah, yeah. I, the, the funny thing was when, when I took her along for a, for a test the first time, okay. we were just dating. Yeah. And uh, we, we, went, uh, we, went in, we were in Monaco, but I had to go to uh, Monza for a test, and she had to go back to the Netherlands. Okay. And she could get a ride with Jos Verstappen, oh. Max dad. Yeah, yeah, and he yeah, was yeah. at the time. But he was uh, a big name. He was a big name. Yeah, 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 right? yeah. And she thought he was a cyclist. I said, no, he's a <laughs> Formula One driver. She's that <laughs> little of a race fan that, like, yeah. the yeah. biggest Dutch racing star. Yeah. She had no clue. No clue. So okay. she had no clue what I was yeah. doing. Um, yeah, so there was nothing there, but... For some reason, we we had a, a night out in Amsterdam, which can be pretty crazy anyway. <laughs> what do you mean? And uh, care to care to explain? <laughs> yeah, no, it's a, it's a fun town, and it's we just yeah we went out with a couple of these guys from the reunion yeah. from high school, and we had the best night, and uh, yeah, things just took off from there. Right. So there was no cheesy pickup line. No, well, no. plus you knew her from before. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and we were not interested at all in each other for some reason, mm-hmm. and then it kind of just clicked. Yeah, yeah, and. Uh, I had just uh, um, yeah um, kicked out basically my uh, my uh, ex, <laughs> uh, oh, and then yeah. there was <laughs> this I made somebody homeless. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then there was so I was uh, like single for a couple of months, and there w- there was the story of that great girl in between. But <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so it was also the timing was exactly right. You know, I was yeah, yeah on my own. She was well, she, no, she was not quite. <laughs> She was dating someone, I think, but okay, it just it just clicked. We just we were like, okay, this went from a yeah, cute story like to a, like, oh. like broken broken <laughs> yeah, promises. We ruined a lot of lives. Yeah, no, but it just yeah, it just worked. Yeah, okay. Well, for uh, you guys, yeah. <laughs> there are three other people I just heard. Yeah, okay. um, but you got to think of yourself. You're, you're a racer car, <laughs> a race car driver. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Me, 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 me. I got yeah. mine. Yeah. Um, what do you drive daily? Like, what's your normal car? Uh, so I won the GT3, mm-hmm. and uh, my I think yeah my first uh, kit was on the way. There's anyway I did I didn't own a car up until that point because I always got a car somehow right. through racing a uh, road car. So then uh, I was like yeah I, I need a car. So uh, this GT3 won't fit uh, all the stuff that comes with a kit. Yeah right. So uh, I sold the GT3 and I bought a Cayenne. Okay. 
and I still drive it. Okay, yeah, I was <laughs> <laughs> So that car is really old now. Yeah. <laughs> Everything is, the, the, the driver's door do doesn't even open anymore. So I have to open up the window, the windscreen and, and, and do it like that. It's a mess. I, it has to go to the... <laughs> But uh, to be honest, I don't care Superstars. at all about road cars. We're all the same. Yeah. So, yeah, it just it still drives. And I think when it <laughs> dies, um, it's time for a new one. Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, you got the kids. And I don't think I've ever seen you post, like, a car. The daily thing. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. like we're on our way to McDonald's. Yeah, but, yeah, but the car looks also really bad because of the kids, <laughs> I have to say. Yeah, I was going to say, they definitely they, they that like thing. To, They like to sit up and down, like, the other way around better, like, with the legs to the, to the roof more <laughs> than, than the normal way. So... <laughs> There's like mud there, and <laughs> it's crazy. So a uh, little bit of racing. So A1 GP was kind of your pinnacle open wheel time, right? Yeah. Uh, are those good memories? Yeah, great. Yeah. That was such a nice series. Yeah. I know it wasn't very big in, in the States, mm -mm. but uh, it was in some countries, and it got really big in the Netherlands. Okay. They got Jos Verstappen uh, as the first driver the first right. year, and I was the, the reserve driver. Yeah. Uh, so I traveled with him all over the world. I never, I got to drive a couple of times in the first three practice, but nothing special. And then um, he was uh, signed for the second season, um, and it was in Zandvoort, and it was sold out. Yeah. So it was going to be a complete orange <laughs> racetrack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, like three days before the event, I get this phone call from Jan Lammers, the team owner. He says, uh, "You're driving this weekend." I'm like. What? At the Dutch Grand Prix yeah. for A1. Yeah, you yeah. got to be kidding me. And at the time, because it was for stop and it became, I think, as popular as F1, or maybe even more popular than F1. Wow. Because, it, yeah, it was right. a, a car from the Netherlands. Yeah. And, and it was, uh, yeah, just, just so suddenly I was, I was the main driver because uh, they didn't agree over uh, the contract. Mm. Uh, he had a great contract because he, he made a lot of money, right. uh, but he, they still owed him his uh, travel expenses from the year before, right. and he wanted uh, basically, because they were paying a bit slow, because sure. they were struggling with the financing it's of that series. Car racing. Yeah. Uh, he wanted the money up front for yeah. the next year. Mm -hmm. Well, and like he was building this kid in a lab. Yeah. So like he had to <laughs> pay all the lab man. fees. Just you know electricity I mean? alone to yeah. build that robot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so then... Uh, he, He's, he, he never thought, I think, uh, Lammers would say, like, okay, then you're off. Yeah, 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 because right, there was, yeah, yeah. I think there were uh, over 100,000 tickets sold for this race. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. So um, So he let down the country. Yeah, well, <laughs> it was actually, there were a lot of signs in the grandstands like that. Like, uh, like mad, they yeah, were there. Yeah, yeah, right. So you're there by proxy. <laughs> so, well, <laughs> so he could I'm your out. hero. It's like helmet, oh. Yeah. <laughs> was there a lot of that? Like you're getting out of the car, people are taking photos, and like, oh, who the f is that? Well, yeah, yeah the, people knew me a little bit, but I was nowhere near as, right. as yeah, famous yeah, as one, F1 one hero. Right. Yeah. And we didn't know what was going to happen. Will people show up or not? Yeah, and right, it was yeah. kind of exciting for everyone, in, also in a bad way. But right. then, <laughs> then uh, eventually. Uh, is that the guy from the Monaco race? Yeah, that's not the Clio kid, is it? <laughs> Took out his whole family. But then, yeah, I did the race, and I had the most amazing race because it started raining, and I, I caught up to the front, I took the lead. Uh, past Nico Hülkenberg for the lead. There were a lot of good drivers. Yeah, that, that, that series was stacked. Yeah. And if you go on YouTube, you can watch the video clip and like they pipe in the, the crowd noise when you get to the front and it's like just bizarre. Like just people yeah. going bananas. Yeah, yeah. it was, I, I still, if I, I still, you know, it's unbelievable that feeling. Yeah. When I took the lead, everything was orange and yeah. it's uh, like in the dunes and it was like the, the dunes were moving mm -hmm. like an orange wave the yeah. whole cool. lap yeah. and I had yeah. to, to, to say to myself okay you're racing yeah, you know yeah, yeah, keep yeah, focused yeah, yeah right it was just mad and I could hear the crowd over the engine noise and, and, and they made a lot of noise those engines yeah. so yeah. but um, yeah then I was suddenly from from 
yeah, the kid that raced the Clio, uh, a touring car, <laughs> right. to a national hero. Yeah. The next day, yeah. all the newspapers were uh, front page news and unbelievable. So for a couple of years, uh, yeah, people really knew who I was. Like, yeah. hey, that's, that, that's the guy from A1. Yeah. And A1 was, uh, for the next couple of years, quite popular. Mm -hmm. And uh, in some other countries too, and we had some great racing. But then eventually they, yeah. the money yeah. ran out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but everybody who was there is, is going to say, even people who went to F1, like, oh, that was some of the best racing and some of the best times we had. Yeah. It was so much fun. Uh, I may or may not have just gotten a text yeah. um, <laughs> from a guy named... Um, Sven? Yeah. Sven? Sven Keating. Keating. Um, <laughs> what do you think of Jan Lammers uh, as a race strategist? Oof. Oh, there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And again, that was from not us. That was not our yeah. that was your friend, Ben Keating. No, I mean, he's a legend. Yeah, on Lammers, yeah. But. <laughs> <laughs> but he's a legend as a driver. Uh, yeah, no, he's ran race teams for a long time as well. He ran the, race, the LMP1 program, uh, his own team. Um, he's a passionate racing, racing guy. Right. You know, he, he's all about racing. Probably hugs his kids, though. Yeah, he is a kid doing really well in go-karts. Mm -hmm. he, he might be the new Max Verstappen, okay. and he's all into it. He's, he's just non-stop working on is that. He, is he in the same lab that they built Ma uh, Max in? Yeah, I think so. Same robotics lab? Okay. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's going for the same route now. Okay. He's, he's all in. Just all driving, no personality. That, that is no, the, but he's, he's, a very, he's very different to Verstappen. He's a very passionate guy as well. Okay. Okay. He's the, the most, yeah, the nicest guy you Never can meet. Never going to make it. Yeah, that's it. It's over. Uh, I don't know. He, he, well, yeah, maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> it is true. I think nowadays you have to be a bit crazy to to yeah. be that robot. Basically. Yeah, for yeah. sure. But now he, we lost the race in uh, in A1 GP, that Sanford race. Mm -hmm. uh, I was leading. I was pulling away from everyone, and then it dried out. We were on wets. Uh, everybody was spitting for slicks, mm -hmm. and uh, he he let me stay out on wets, and it was an easy decision to make because uh, you know you're leading with I had maybe eight seconds on Hulkenberg yeah right and he's pitting so if you pit the next lap nothing can yeah, happen to right, you yeah, you're yeah, still yeah, in you're the lead fine, yeah. but you got the same tire yeah. and everybody was there was only one car that would have jumped us yeah but he was really it, it was actually Team USA <laughs> but he, he was <laughs> I remember well but it was an American like, no, I was no, not worried about this no right. because he always stayed out on slicks the whole way through oh was so, it Giebler yeah Phil Giebler yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But the, the thing was, he so he was on really old tires. Yeah, you're like um, he's gonna wreck. So he, well, now he did a good, he did a really good job not wrecking okay. on the slicks. Okay. Uh, but we we could also see his pace, so you knew when the crossover point was. It was yeah. really easy to call that race on strategy. Right, right, right. But he, you know, with all the the people going crazy, I think they were just overwhelmed. You yeah. Know, they never expected me to fight for the win anyway. I didn't have really open wheel experience, and you know, for like sure. six or seven years, I didn't drive an open wheel car. So they never, ex ex yeah, experienced it, and he, he can, he is very, he's very, uh, yeah. Jan, you're talking about. Jan, yeah, yeah he's yeah. very, um, uh, I don't know, he, he thinks very deep sometimes. So he, his thought after the race was like, um, yeah, you know, if we had called you in and one of the boys would have screwed up the pit stop, you know, that guy, you know, it would have been so bad for him. That was his first. Uh, uh, that's, uh, that's. Don't you tell up. me this after the fact? Don't show up. Yeah, no. <laughs> so so we racing. intentionally wrecked your race. Yeah. We yeah, no, one so the last yeah. than uh, maybe but, less. But now eventually he said, and I think this only came a couple of years ago, like, hey, man, I really screwed that one up. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but now he, he's, uh, he's really one of the best and funniest guys I know. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I had a weekend uh, last year in December. We got invited to do this race in South Africa, in Cape Town. And... Uh, it was just one week of 
of fun. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and he's yeah, it's just such a great guy. He's one of the very best guys, but also he has a real good heart. Mm -hmm. You know, he he looks after his people. He's he's really nice. Yeah. Notice how he's lasted. Yeah. Because yeah. he can't motherfuck somebody yeah, like, without then backing it up. Really he's a really good guy. Yeah, yeah but he he is really. He is really one of the guys I, I look up most. He, his career has been amazing. Um, he, is, uh, he doesn't care about money. Mm -hmm. He's made a lot of money in sports car racing. That's why he doesn't care about it. He He's got it. No, no, no. He burned it all oh. in, in his own LMP1 program. I've yeah. done one year with him, yeah. and it was really hard. I mean, he couldn't pay for the fuel. You know, he oh, couldn't wow. Okay. He, but he put his own money in. All the yeah, millions yeah. he made in, yeah. in at Toyota and Jaguar and all, he, yeah. he put it straight back in. Yeah because he just wanted to race. So the, the race are so hard. He's a real racer. Yeah. And, uh, but then still, if he had done something wrong or he still owed somebody money, he would try to figure out a way to, to help you out. He's really, his heart is really in the right place. Yeah. So. so do you owe you money after A1GP? Um, well, I think pretty much everyone <laughs> got owed money because yeah. of the uh, price. How the whole thing There went. was a lot of prize money involved. Yeah. yeah. Um, there was uh, 300,000 US dollar, I think, for a win. Yeah. Wow. And then, okay. uh, and I saw, I, I saw him cry one time. This was also at the time. So A1 was parallel to the Lamar program where he was really struggling. Yeah. And uh, so he, he didn't have any money, uh, which Got didn't some. bother him because he's, he's a racer. He just wants he to race. Yeah, it yeah, doesn't, yeah. doesn't matter. <laughs> but then uh, I was leading in, uh, there was a street course in Beijing. Mm -hmm. I was leading and then uh, Hülkenberg was second. So again, he was uh, on my tail. And uh, it was a 60-minute race or 70, and with five minutes to go, I screw up. I spun. Oh. I, I braked, and I bumped, made my foot slip off the brake, yeah. and, and I even hit the throttle. So I spun, and the engine stalled, and that was it. Uh. But basically, I lost 300,000 US dollars. Oh, God. That's all easier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, yeah. and we were really tied on money, yeah. and he needed the money. We had no sponsors, and, you know, so it was really bad yeah and, and normally the drivers would get like 15 percent or 20 percent uh -huh. of the prize yeah. money that was kind of the normal deal right right so also i lost a lot of money yeah. but yeah. he really lost a lot of money so when i came back he was actually crying I oh was like, no wow but not like he wasn't angry he's he just wasn't like it's just like this all sucked out of him yeah, yeah like exactly yeah yeah, yeah. yeah he was never angry he was never it was just like man just like what am i gonna do now <laughs> yeah cool. you still stay in touch with the first happens um, well, no, not a lot really. Uh, so I did Lamar with Jos. Yeah. Um, and then that race uh, went okay. Yeah, that went yeah. pretty well. Yeah. But then uh, his, Max was already in go karts, and right. uh, I remember Jos during the 24 hour was asking, uh, "How did Max do?" And he was actually saying, "You should take uh, carburetor number two and <laughs> engine number three. And he was really onto. I'll call the you back in two hours. I gotta get in. Yeah. No, yeah. it was actually on the radio during like on the Mulsanne straight. He Holy was talking about engines for max he was completely into it already wait hold wow. now wait. what go back so he was so, so we're joking that he's talking about carburetor numbers like in it in the pits yeah during his stand he he's driving down the track and, and like barking at somebody to call back to the go-kart track said, yeah what, what happened to max he asked already before he got in like i need to know and then uh, i don't know the race didn't go as well as they hoped and then he, yeah, was, he like, was probably second but, and, but you yeah. need you need this and that and he was like, passing on messages but that's how much they were into it uh, from from the car. From the car. So he didn't care. Leading, he probably. Could, he cared more about the go-kart race, which was, he was uh, six, well, seven or eight at the time. So yeah, it yeah. was not an important go-kart race at right. all. It was a yeah. club race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he wanted him to win. Um, that was more important than winning Lamar. Or not killing yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Driving down the track. 
but uh, I hang out a lot with him in those years. Yeah, sure. And I didn't see Max that much. He came along every now and then, but he was yeah. always on the go-kart. Yeah. Yeah, right, right. Uh, whenever he was there, he had a PlayStation, and he, w- and he was always crashing his dad. Uh, you know, like he would pick another driver, and he would beat his oh, dad. Oh, like in the, the F1 games. In the F1 yeah, yeah, games. Okay. So all this is coming down to is he's trying to, you know, find love for his father. <laughs> Like his whole career. Jesus Christ. It's all it is. It's like, yep. am I enough now? now? How about now? <laughs> it sounds like some deep-rooted therapy stuff yeah. that needs to happen. But no, he's a very uh, down-to-earth guy, Jos. Uh, he will say exactly uh, what he thinks, mm-hmm. sometimes too much. <laughs> but uh, that's also why he's not like, um, yeah, we, we don't have anything to do with each other now, so it's not like we're... So yeah, now you're, you're yeah. effectively, and I don't say this in a bad way, but like you're no use to him, so to speak. Yeah, like, but in a good way. I, yeah. I, there's no... Yeah, we're we're not like close friends. There's no reason yeah, to right. talk. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, why yeah, why yeah, yeah. should What's we? Yeah, I yeah. got a text from him. Uh, I think two years ago when my dad said something on the on the TV show in the Netherlands and uh-huh. it, it didn't make sense to him and he was really upset about it. Oh. <laughs> so he's really into like what people say and think about Max, and I'm That's more weird. like I'm telling you. Yeah, and I'm more like let it go, man. The kid is yeah. is gonna win everything. He's fine. Yeah, the kid's doing fine. And it doesn't matter what people say. What was your dad like? Lewis Hamilton won the race today. <laughs> what is like, that unacceptable? Mean? What does that mean? <laughs> But uh, yeah, they're very special people. Jesus Christ. Oh, bless your heart. That was an adorable statement. Uh, You can tell why Max is also so good. But they are, uh, and Max is different to his dad, but Jos is uh, so committed and so hard on things to people. He can be really hard and rude, but at the same time, he made Max uh, what it is because of that. Yeah. Good business. Yeah, (laughs) it is good business. Ruin a child, but yeah. Yeah. So very proud of you a couple of years ago. Um, on your own volition, I get the impression you finally, finally got to race in American stock cars. Yeah. At South Boston Speedway yeah. in a late model. We were going to go to that. Yeah, yeah, it just didn't work yeah. out. Um, how did that even come together? Like, does it sound like you were chasing this? No, not really, no. Oh, no. It, okay. it was the whole Riley team who was saying, we got to put him yeah. into that. Right. And, it, it, you know, it was family tracing stock cars. Uh, South Boston is it's relatively close to VIR. It's a Saturday night race, same weekend. So you could literally like practice and qualify at VIR yeah. and get to South Boston for the full run, the yeah. practice and qualifying in the race. Yeah, no, it was the year before at VIR that they started talking about it. Okay. Because also, they, they see me as like this, this nice European guy, you know, dressed up okay, and then going into that wild NASCAR kind of yeah. lifestyle you know it's a, it's a different yeah type of people right oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they uh, also refer to uh, um, uh, I think it's Talladega Nights where the yeah. European guy comes in so mm-hmm. it's a bit like uh, he's yeah, okay. the like nice guy and he comes into this rough world yes so they all they all picture that like we gotta put him in there and, and see how it goes. Maybe he's gonna fight someone or yeah. so. So then uh, we've talked about it for a year, and then uh, coming to VIR again, uh, they said we gotta make it happen. So then uh, Ben actually rented the car. Of course he did. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, yeah, this is he's way like, too much fun. Sh- yeah, <laughs> yeah. So he he uh, yeah he rented the car for me, and uh, yeah, I had no choice. I had to do it. <laughs> <laughs> you only had to. And yeah. of course, I was very interested to, to try it out. So, yeah. uh, but uh, yeah, it was tough. I mean, it's uh, so different to what, what we're used to. And the lap is so short. Yeah, right. The fir- I had uh, one day of practice and it was kind of, you had to rush things. I had to miss one IMSA practice. So I had to, from, from <laughs> the oh, morning. Oh, wow. Yeah, we but, were, but we were committed. No. Okay. <laughs> Sounds like it. Yeah, yeah. not were to your you championship. In, were you in Ben's car? Uh, yeah. Okay, so at least the boss... 
Yeah, no, he said York, you do first practice, you get you get the hell out of here. You go there. We got to get this Mart this South Boston thing done. Yeah, yeah. yeah and I'll do line. second practice, right? Because of, of all the prize money from South Boston, it was probably yeah, more than exactly. him. Yeah, fair. To be fair, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I ran out there, uh, no idea where to go, who to meet, and yeah. but okay, I, I did a couple of practice laps because um, this is effectively sight unseen. You didn't know the team. You no. didn't know anybody. No. Wow. And I uh, saw the car for the first time. I did not know what a late model was. You know, I, I had no idea. Yeah. I, I, because I don't know much about NASCAR, to be honest. Sure. We, we don't see any of it in Europe. So right. I really have to look for it if I right. want to see it. So I'm sitting there. Okay, I'll, I'll try it. You know, I, I was kind of excited. But then my first run was quite scary. You know, it's so short. Yeah, it comes uh, at you quick, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I, I got kind of dizzy. But it was on my own. I didn't really have traffic. So at the end, I thought I was doing quite okay. I missed a couple of tents, which is a lot in on a short lap, but still, I wasn't too unhappy. Yeah. And I don't know how good the car was, so okay. And then, uh, then race day came, so we had qualifying at VIR. Ben did it, so and then we rushed out, rushed over to uh, South Boston. <laughs> The whole team came out, so they were That's all in cool. the grandstand. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Porsche factory guys also came out, so that was that was cool. <laughs> Pretty um, different crowd. Yeah, right. I like, think Nick yeah. Denny got to do uh, the announcement of uh, "Gentlemen, start your engine." That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And I had a great uh, qualifying. I qualified sixth. Out of how many cars were there? Yeah, there were. I guess like 18 or oh, something. Oh, dude, that's awesome. Yeah. So it was, that went well. Like with like no time. So yeah. Yeah, I was happy with that. Uh, but then I learned that also two or three really good drivers, they start from the back to get to get more points because they okay. pass people. Sure. Uh, then, yeah, there's this system, <laughs> the point system. Yeah. So uh, I knew there were some fast guys coming from behind. So I had a good start. I think I took fifth. Uh, and I was running and I got already like pain yeah. in my arm. Yeah. Because yeah. So it's pretty heavy. Yeah. And it's a 100-lap race, and this is lap five or six. And I'm like, man, I, this is impossible. I'm never going to make it. Uh, and uh, this spotter I have, I also had to get used to. He's a great guy, but he was just uh, just yelling, like, yeah. hey, man, you're doing great. And But I like to just get the information I need. Okay, so you he's know, not like, just like, it's not just like he's at your door, he's at your bumper. He's like just also, but having then, a whole conversation. But he just keeps on talking. I have to filter what's right. important and, what, on, and what's not. Hold on, my wife's calling me right now. My wife's and, texting me and she's And that it. would be okay in an IMSA race because there I'm comfortable and I have time. Right. Yeah. 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 But here I'm, I'm really like, yeah, I don't know where people will pass me and how this whole thing works. Even under yellow, how is this? So I'm like, shut up. But no, I need to know what's going on. So it was really... So I was very nervous. And then uh, I remember I was like on the yellow line, um, on the limit. Yeah. And this guy goes like... There's a car, you're inside, car, you're inside. That's, that's not possible. And then these two guys from the back, they passed me, like one on the left, one on the right. And that, I'm this, oh, What the fuck? Oh, yeah. I couldn't believe it. And, yeah. and then uh, I had to be like a bit more careful, drop two or three spots. But I was yeah. running sixth, seventh, yeah. eighth. Yeah. It was going okay. And, yeah. I, and I missed a couple of tens a lap, like two, three tens, I think. And I don't know how good the car was and everything. Um, so, and then uh, I think 25 laps in, I uh, brushed the wall on yeah. the exit. Yeah. And then it was bent just a little bit, but the guy said, no, it's better to, to park. park it. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I was, in a way, quite happy I didn't have to do 100 laps <laughs> <laughs> because after 25 laps, my arm was really hurting. Yeah. I think I was too far away from the wheel sure. because I thought, yeah, you can't be that tight, but now I understand yeah, you have right. to be real, real right. close to the wheel. Yeah. Um, and the next morning, my arm was really uh, hurt, yeah. uh, just muscle pain. Yeah. But uh, we won VIR, the race, so that was really <laughs> well, cool. I'm glad that worked out. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, but no, it was a great experience. I'm really thankful they did it. Well, it sounds like six other guys could have won VIR the next day from the late model race. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, no, that was the that was the cool thing about the whole relationship we had with Bill and Ben. And yeah, yeah. We had a, a couple of years going that was so much fun, mm -hmm. and we were doing well, so yeah, it, right. it just worked. Yeah. <laughs> Do we talk about Lamar? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Which you, year? I, yeah. Did anything happen? Your first one. Yeah, I guess. I don't yeah. know. Well, you have been quoted as saying that, that that RS Spider is your favorite race car. Yeah. Um, so 2008, what, how did that whole thing come together? Because it was a pretty magical program. Cool car, really cool, all Dutch program. Yeah, so when I started racing, um, uh, when I stopped open wheel, I picked yeah. up a uh, touring car ride for right. Renault. Yep. In a Clio, but not the V6. <laughs> well, they'd seen what you were capable <laughs> yeah, of. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, they were, they were, to win. They were doing it for ticket sales, <laughs> yeah, really. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, this was like a national championship. Yeah. It was pretty big for our country. Yeah. There were a couple of uh, factory cars, maybe like six or eight factory-supported uh -huh. cars, and the best of the Netherlands were in there. And So it was kind of cool to get into, into that seat. Uh, and uh, the team owner was eventually the team owner of the Lamar team. Okay. So uh, um, he got asked by the owner or by the by the, the let's say the bronze at the time. Mm -hmm. uh, we didn't have that system yet, but the guy bringing the money to to put up set up a Lamar team, uh, buy the best car, get the best drivers from the Netherlands, make it a Dutch team, and go for the win. So it was supposed to be a two-year program. So he looked around, flew out here, uh, connected with Penske and Porsche, and made sure he could get one of those cars. Um, and the first guy he called to, to drive the car was me, even before he called uh, Verstappen. <laughs> uh, he did speak to uh, Christian Albers, who was F1 guy at the time, and he spoke to maybe some other guys. But pretty soon we made the deal, and then I was on the team with Jos, and uh, it was a great program. The, the car was, there was not, to be honest, that much competition. The car was way faster than all the other cars. We were on Michelin, there was one other uh, RS Spider uh, on Dunlops. They were a little uh, slower, so it wasn't a big difference, but mm -hmm. over the distance we were just pulling away. Yeah. Uh, and we won everything. And because of that, the guy pulled the plug because he was like, I'm good. you know, yeah, done. I won Le Mans, yeah. so we're not doing this another year. Yeah. So I was a bit disappointed. So you drove yourselves out of a job. Yeah. Basically. We did, yeah. 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 But uh, it was great. It was also a lot of fun to work with, uh, with Jos. Uh, because he's, uh, yeah, like I said before, he's a special guy. <laughs> and if he doesn't like you, he will tell you. Yeah. And and uh, he's been into some real fights as well. Yeah. Uh, it's been in the news and everything, so <laughs> it's not not something new I'm telling here. Nope. So he's a, he's a tough guy. Yeah. But he likes um, people being honest and open. And, and we always got along really well. You know, you had a lot of kids in the Netherlands who would uh, be looking at uh, which kind of race shoe do I need to wear and... How is my hair? And yeah. Because I need to look good. Because also I need to be fast. But you know I need to look good for my PR. Yeah, right. And I would show up with my backpack and <laughs> my stuff in it and travel around the world and race cars. And he, he kind of liked that. Yeah. And then he saw that I was really quick as well. Yeah. He didn't know me speed-wise, but he saw that I was quick and we were getting on well, easy to work with. So in the end, yeah, yeah. everything was just great. It was an awesome program yeah. and it was our race to lose really there was no big competition for us so he spun i think he was pushing like crazy like always yeah. he can't go 90 percent what you want lamar yeah just fly yeah. out <laughs> we had a seven lap lead and he spun almost into the gravel because it was raining and a little bit so uh then uh, they said hey let's pull him out put was your he, own back in was it because he was like yelling out jet numbers yeah. for the carburetor maybe, maybe. And, yeah he's like uh, what's the temperature you yeah. know the air ambient here no in macau or yeah <laughs> but yeah no and also he was not happy that i was starting a race i remember that mm. oh interesting. because uh there was not a real agreement but 
he did qualifying. Yeah. Uh, so he got the soft tires with low fuel and everything. Yeah, so right. he did the lap, and then the team said, "Well, he's more experienced at, at Le Mans, so let him start the race." And he was really upset with it. And he even said to me, "Like it's nothing personal to you, but yeah. you know, I I just want to start, and uh, that's what I agreed." <laughs> I just like me more. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we had those kind of. Uh, but he was always nice to me, and he almost uh, didn't want to drive. He was like, uh, maybe I just go home if you don't let me start. So he's, he's really hard with wow. that stuff. Yeah. So if I don't get my way, I leave. And then the team yeah. boss talked to him like, no, man, come on. You, you know, Do you want to win this f***ing race or not? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so then eventually he stayed and we had a great race. And, and yeah, I did another race later in the year, the 1000K yeah. Nürburgring race. We won that one. Yeah. And it was just fun. You know, we, we, we got along really well. Yeah. He's a real racer. That's the nice part about sure. him. You know, he, sure. his, his heart is all racing. Yeah. He, he doesn't care about other stuff, but it's... I like people who are really passionate about racing. Mm-hmm. So that's nice. Yeah, that was so Lamar. Right, it's on that note. So Le Mans went well. Speaking of crying, <laughs> take us through the uh, up and down of the Le Mans fuel thing with the Ford GT. Yeah. I, so looking back now, I still it's still one of my coolest experiences. Yeah. Uh, which I'm happy that I can say that now because it's... Uh, took a while to feel ta- that way. So, and just back yeah. up, we're talking about the 2019 Le Mans 24 hours yeah. of Le Mans. So to, to give some, some background, you're teamed with Ben and Praga. And and this is the first time that Ford GT has been allowed into a, I don't know if you want to call it a customer program, but effectively like a customer AM program. It's yeah. not the factory deal. Ben really wanted a Ford out there. And uh, so Riley is running the program and you're part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and the whole combination for me was already like a dream because yeah. uh, I was racing with Ben and Bill for, for a long time. Uh, we Ben has a big strong connection with Ford from his family like uh, just just there's a great podcast about it yeah yeah exactly <laughs> yeah so um, to be able to do that to, to bring the Ford to Le Mans was already like wow I couldn't believe it when he told me uh, early in that year like hey I made it happen I could buy the car I could set it up and Bill will run it which I was so happy about because yeah I love that team and then being able to do this special thing with Bill Riley and that whole team um, and then the Ganesi team was going to help us out, which was also for me really cool because Ganesi, even for a European, is like, yeah. you know, that's why I'm they're so like jealous the of Ringo. of American teams, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but they're just, it's just special. It's a <laughs> what? I've got one bit. Yeah. Let me, yeah. Let me yeah. run it yeah. into the ground. He's <laughs> the Patrick Long of sports car racing. Yeah. <laughs> no, so, and they were awesome. I could see how, how Ganesi is a good team as well. Yeah. And they did everything, you know, they, they could to help us. Yeah. The whole week went great. And then the whole race went great. Yeah. It was the perfect race. No mistake from no one. Uh, they threw some stuff at us at the end of the race. You know, I, in the first hour, he picked up damage on the nose. Um, I still don't know how it, how it got there, but maybe some debris or something. We ran for it for 22 hours, and then we had to replace the nose after 22 hours. They, we got these messages. I was sitting next to Bill on the stand, and he gets all these messages from the ACO. Like, you got to come in, blah, blah, blah. And... and yeah, Bill is also, he was also, you're getting tired by the end of the race, but, you know, he was really yeah, passionate yeah. about yeah, it. Yeah, of course. And so we, we got really upset. You know, we were like, yeah, but they can't do that. And the, the ACO people kept running in the pit box and we got big arguments and Kinesi guys coming out to help us and we're all there. And But, yeah, we had to come in and we had a lead, but it would have been, be in trouble. halved already. Yeah. 
and then uh, so we changed the nose the Kinesi guys did it because they had practiced it so many times okay. so awesome job it was amazing they were like high-fiving and because we still had a lead right. but then Ben pulled away with a little bit of wheel spin which is not allowed but it was it was nothing you know you could it was maybe one extra spin which happens pretty much on 50 percent clutch engage yeah, yeah. yeah what do you this mind? is typical European <laughs> Explain the rule, because we have fans that are NASCAR fans that have no idea what you're talking about. Um, yeah, so you can't spin the wheels. Uh, leaving the pit lane. Leaving the pit lane. Yeah. And I don't know what the, Well, I guess it's safer, I think. Sure. Because you can't spin like Bottas did uh, this, this yeah. last weekend in, right. in Formula 1, right. driving away. But, hey, people want to see smoke as well. Yeah, <laughs> right. you yeah. know, it's... But so also, these are cold, uh, cold tires-ish on a, what, a 500 horsepower... Uh, car. Yeah. Like it's, how are you going to not get a little bit? Yeah. yeah. Know, so. And also, what's the penalty? Uh, a drive-thru. A drive-thru. So a drive-thru penalty for spinning the tires just a little bit when yeah. you leave the pit box. So you hear that, NASCAR ben fans? <laughs> yeah. yeah, so Ben drove away, and all these people of the ACO were standing there, and they were all out there to, yeah, well, did you see that? And yeah, okay. And then I looked to Bill, and yeah, we got really, we were like smoke coming out of our ears yeah, already. Like, I'm no, mad now. <laughs> no, man, you, you can't, be, you can't yeah. be serious about this. Yeah. And it happened, the message came. You got to yeah. do a drive through. And that was our lead. We've been fighting for that. It's, I mean, Le Mans is a, is a sprint race now. It's flat out for 24 hours, and then everything is gone. So I remember I was so angry, and, and then Ben's driving time was up, and we have 50 minutes to go, I think, 5 0. And um, I have to get in for the end. And I, I, oh, I was shaking from, from anger. Really, I, I couldn't believe it. And I saw the same with Bill. I saw he was so upset. And then, uh, yeah, then I got out of, the pit, out of pit lane. And, and I really had to burn the clutch because they were still standing there. You were waiting to see him watching again. If, yeah. And I, I, so I literally, I slipped the clutch all the way. Like, yeah. And it almost burned. But I didn't spin. And I had a three-second gap to P2, to Jörg Burstmeister in the, in the Porsche. Oh, just one of the greatest Porsche drivers of all time. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. they told me. And I saw him. <laughs> obviously, I saw him in yeah. the mirror straight yeah. away. I'm like, oh. But then I was so angry that, you know, I did my fastest laps of, of the whole race. I think I drove maybe like 98% of what I could do to not to make that mistake in the 24. But now I drove 101%, like really all out. And then I started pulling away. So after three, four laps, I knew like, okay, we got it. You know, he is never. There's no way. And uh, yeah, then the the whole emotion of everybody because it went such in such a roller coaster. Yeah. yeah. Um, I saw the movie after, but uh, when I crossed the line, everybody was crying. Burst into tears. Everybody. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so I, I, me too, in the car. I, I had never had done that. I was like, whoa, this is yeah. crazy. I did the the in lab. Come to the podium. There's no one there. You know, yeah, there's there's 100,000 people, but yeah. no one from my team. Yeah. Uh, no one. So I'm like, okay, nice. I'm, I'm here. <laughs> Even the camera was filming me, and yeah. I was there on my own. Mm -hmm. Nobody showed up. So yeah. at some point, they, they would come and get me and, and bring me to the podium. So finally, I think 20 minutes later, I finally see all the guys, and they had calmed down already. Yeah. They were like, oh, yeah, okay, we won this thing. And <laughs> <laughs> like, no. And then, I, and then I see them, and, um, yeah, and I broke again, like, oh, you know, and yeah. I told... Uh, I told Ben uh, that Bill did unbelievable, you know, how we fought for, for our rights, you know, at the end there with the ACO and with everything going on. So I, I just, I cried again a little bit, I think. And, but then, yeah, we had one day of joy and, and, and then the Monday night, uh, yeah, we got, I got a text from a reporter already, like, I heard uh, you might be out. And uh, yeah, pretty soon after that, uh, it started because then also I got a text from Bill. Then we heard that uh, yeah, the f we were wrong on the fuel. Uh, we had uh, 0.4 of a liter too much capacity. 
which was yeah it doesn't it we didn't win because of that for sure but we were we were on the wrong side they looked for a long time they also disqualified another fort so for sure they looked really hard into it but it's their right you know you can you can put you can't blame them but uh, yeah it was hard um and then yeah for one day i felt so bad about it um and then i think after two days ben organized uh, a conference call with all the people involved i think even most of the crew and uh, he held a speech and it was awesome and after that i put the phone down and i was like happy again Good. He, he made me feel like we won the race we 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 still had we still had the trophy at that time <laughs> at the time okay and then uh, um, yeah so we still had he said he said we still have the trophies we still have the memories we won the race period and that's how i f- still feel but that's how i felt then we had to send back the trophies <laughs> <laughs> so we were like oh man <laughs> that was the thing that really caught me in that conversation like yeah. i still have my trophy yeah, yeah, yeah. and then ben made replicas yeah, so sounds like awesome. a ben keating move yeah so awesome. then uh, the memory is great yeah. and uh, i'm still really proud of the race ben was also at the end he was before i got in fighting burgmeister and he was almost the same speed and then people can say yeah bop this or that but you know he, he was actually doing those lap times and he was very close to me and Felipe's times and it was really impressive and Felipe did a great job the whole team it was a perfect race like yeah nothing went wrong like everything was perfect so we've been we've been traveling a bit doing some tv stuff but our last proper podcast yeah uh was Kevin Schwantz the oh, wow. motor, yeah nice the motorcycle racer Awesome. That's and when I grew up. He was the guy. Oh, we're, yeah. we're doing. Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, then he specifically asked you. Yeah. He was like, "Hey, Jerome." Blake he was like, "Hey, yeah. Jerome Blakemall." It was not just a generic <laughs> question because we didn't know who was next. Um, what was the best race you've ever run? Oh, he he, he really thought about that. Yeah, he was like, yeah. "I <laughs> he want." Had a lot of thoughts he was like, "If you're going to ask Jerome Blakemall." <laughs> yeah. The two that kid was always watching me. He actually yeah, yeah, said, "I don't want to bring up the Lamar thing." <laughs> right. So I'll just ask him what was the best race he's ever yeah. run. Okay. Um, yeah, it's it's hard to pick one, but I think that a one race was really good, really cool because the level was really high, and I passed so many people, and those are still guys that either went to F1 or are here in DPI winning races, or so really cool. But I won Super Cup in Monaco twice. That was also both races were really cool. So those are kind of the standouts. But yeah, I don't know. I've had so many cool IMSA races or ALMS races as well, where. I had a race in Road America. I started the the, the last lap in third mm-hmm. and finished the race in first with a flat right front tire. <laughs> made it up the hill <laughs> and yeah. won. You know, yeah. so those are kind of like crazy. So it's really hard to pick one. There's yeah. so many cool races. Well, the cool thing about that A1 race is that even though Jan Lammers probably messed up your chance to win in front of a home crowd, you were able to pay back by bankrupting him. <laughs> so... <laughs> So ultimately, yeah. you still won. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know. yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. You made him cry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, um, so our next guest uh, will be uh, dinner in just a few hours with uh, Tommy Milner. Yeah. Oh, it's good that you're doing it today because first I have to apologize to him. Oh. Okay. I, I don't. I so don't. So now we're just a message service. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Right. Um, Can you tell him sorry about that. Lap. <laughs> what did you do? I don't know him that well in the sense that we we don't talk a sure, lot. Sure. Sure. But uh, obviously, I know him. But uh, I was uh, doing a trail here in the falls, and uh, I was 
going pretty fast, and then there's these people, you know, with kids, and they're they're all in the way. And wait, I'm on, a, on a bicycle, you're racing, running, uh, running. Uh, you're walk, running, yeah, the, the, walking, running to and the Watkins Glen. Yeah, okay, the, the, the <laughs> park trail. So this is even not a racetrack. No, no, this no. is you just as a standard pedestrian. Yeah, yeah, being an asshole. Yeah, yeah. I, I can trash. be a real. So finally, yeah, yeah. you got it. I can okay. be a real asshole because I saw people looking like angry at me, like. Why is he in a rush? And you're like somewhere between walking and running. You're not even like sprinting. Is this the gorge yeah. of Watkins Glen? Yeah. So you're doing this on a literally a family yeah. friendly yeah. path that's like soaking wet. Yeah. And not yeah. like so, I wouldn't run up that. Yeah. No, like, I was not really running, but running, uh, walking pretty fast. Okay. Okay. And passing all the people. I like passing. So apparently. But noticed. then there's this, you know, there's there's a woman with a uh, Corvette shirt on, and there's and a like, guy. Ugh. I'm like, oh, that must be a race fan, but okay, uh, move out of the way. Okay. And then there's a guy with with a, with a backpack with a kid in it. Uh huh. This and, like tall, and, lanky guy. And and a hat on or something. Yeah. yeah. But I, I I was yeah too rushy or whatever to even look. So I passed them a bit like, mm, go, uh, go yeah, on. And yeah. I think I even heard one of them saying like, hey, that's I had a Riley shirt on. That's, yeah, right. that's one of the Riley guys or something. Yeah. But I never looked, or I just yeah, like, yeah, did well, my screw thing. you and your kid. And then, yeah. and then on Instagram, I see that he was on that trail like uh-huh. two hours ago when uh-huh. I was there, and I'm like, oh. Sh- it was him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So I must have pushed him out of the way. Nice. So you almost threw Tommy Did Milner off a gorge. With his kid in his backpack. You okay. tried to murder the Milner yeah. kid. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's get this rumor right, going. Fans. All right. <laughs> but, no, yeah. He's, uh, yeah, so I first got to know his name when I did my first race in the U.S. in uh, ALMS mm-hmm. in, in Sebring 2006 because he was race, racing the Panos. So, um, uh, yeah, my question would be if he has uh, any good memories racing the the spiker against the spiker there because I, I think we had some you made it about you <laughs> yeah but I, I don't know I don't know uh, I, I thought about the question but I don't know too much that's fine no that's a good ask. question how and did I you think like racing the spiker well against the against spiker. The spiker. anyway spiker. Did, did he did he recall does he know well how Do to you race know me? yeah <laughs> no but I remember that he was uh, I didn't know any of these names but I remember his name from that race because he was he was fast and mm-hmm. his, his name popped up the timesheets all the time with the with the with the panels and we were trying to beat them I, I think they were faster than us but we were still uh, trying to uh, keep them honest obviously you have raced in almost every class in IMSA is there one guy who's consistently a complete pain in the ass on the racetrack easy one Dane Cameron really period no question yeah huh suck it Cameron okay so we're recording this in June 2021 yep by 2031, where are your kids as, as racers? Who hard to say. Well, one of them is not really interested to become a, a race car driver. So he'll be the best one. Yep. Uh, no, he, he really, he's okay just tr- doing it now, but, but he's not, it's not his so thing. So he's currently fitting so your he's bill currently you. Yeah. yeah. No, the, the twins, they're really uh, into it. Yeah. Um, it's hard to say yet at this time what, how good they are. For sure they're not bad, but mm-hmm. you don't know how good they really are. But I hope they can they can find their way and land on their feet like I did. I, I love seeing uh, the Magnuson family running dad and son at Le Mans, but mm-hmm. to be honest, I don't see that happening because then I have to go another 10 years from now. <laughs> I'll be almost 50, right? And I don't know if you know if it's even possible to to pick up a ride. At How old is Jan? Yeah, he, I mean it's amazing, but that's, that's why it's, it's a remarkable story because it's not so easy to be able to still do Le Mans at that age yeah. uh, as a pro. Yeah, right. Uh, and then your kid being so good as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, But that would be like a yeah. dream. So I think most people who click on you, if they're sports car fans, have already known your name, but uh, may not know your story. If there was one sort of legacy that you'd want people to take away from listening to this, what would it be? Yeah, I think if you really want to 
want to have this as a as a job and and get get to at least to where I am and I'm not an F1 driver or an IndyCar driver or whatever but then uh, you you can make it you got to push for it you got to leave no stone unturned you got to go for it and that's what I did when basically my dad said like you know you got to find a job as well and and I just went for it it motivated me to go for it and and it yeah so far I've had the best life I can imagine because of racing and uh, I would encourage people to do it and yeah at some point you got to be realistic like okay I'm not even for me that was the case like I'm not going to be the F1 guy I'm not going to be the F1 superstar so what else do I want can I achieve and then you you change your vision but if you're really good you can make it out of nowhere I think all right well Continental's got the check Once again, thank you to Jerome Bleakamolin. Want to send a special thank you to Mike Stimson and Paul Wildridge, who both suggested him on the website. Hopefully it was as you imagined. And now here is Everything You Need by Jamie Lono. <laughs>